Radio, Mr. Craig Forsyth, are you well? Boy, I am. Yes, thank you very much. We just had a little bit of a black spot there, but anyway, we're back, so that's good. Oh, yeah, accident black spot. We missed, missed the whole intro then, but anyway, welcome everybody. We missed the whole intro. Yeah. Well, it is. I mean, what a way to go out of the year and just miss your intro and bang straight into it. This is what's going to happen. Yeah. Saturday Night Live, it will go on. Yeah. He had one job. One That's job. Man, this intro, man. Do the intro. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. One job. One right, job. Right, right, ready? It's Saturday Night. <laughs> <laughs> We got that. We got that bit. Oh, we got the intro, oh, right. and she uh, didn't click over to the to the live track. Anyway, we're there now. So yeah, we're going. Uh, we've, got, we've got lines yeah. going everywhere, Mike. So we can hear our mistake. That was good. Awesome. Cut that. Cut that one out of the recording. Cut. Do you reckon I should? No. Yeah. No. Make it real. Keep it real. Keep it real. Keep yeah. it real. Yeah. So, Mike, you're um, relaxing at home tonight. I am. I'm down in the cage. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, just going to be sort of chilling out down here. I've got a couple of beers and uh, a bottle of 13-year-old chippers that I'm about halfway through, so... Well, so you might get entertaining. You mean already tonight or, or half a bottle you're starting with? No, I'm starting with half. Ah, oh, right. I was going to say, if you're already through half a bottle, you better cheer up a bit, sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, no. You're a bit cold down here, and you're going to shiver through it. You know? <laughs> no, no, I, I, I had a, I had a beer with, uh, had a beer with tea, of course, and Duncan. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. so beer and tea, I, a cup of tea. Yeah, beer thing. with Duncan because Duncan's your mate. Yeah. That's right. And so we, we did that, and uh, I, I guess I, I got home what this morning. I finished my uh, my last trip for the uh, for the uh, year in the big rig. In the big rig this morning. It's, it, it never ceases to amazing. It sounds really, really dramatic, doesn't it? I'll finish that bit for the year. I'm never going back. Won't be back this year. No, I'm not. I'd like, I'd like, I was in the. So I'm at the shell at Aratula. Yeah. And old mate was knocking off his shift and he, and he said the classic, you know, right, I'll see you next year. And I'm like, oh man, that's hilarious. It is only six hours and we'll be back into next year. But. It never ceases to amaze me that people can pull that out of their repertoire. Mm. Yeah. Ah. I got a video of Yogi pulling out of the shell at Gilgandra this morning. Oh, yeah, I've got a little story about that, you know. Like, I was sort of just, uh, just got, a, got a cappuccino there at the shell, and I was just knocking the top off a cappuccino and minding my own business, and then whoosh, goes his white Volvo, you know. Like, I don't know where he come from or what he was doing. But anyway, blew me doors off, he tells me. Here to go. Whoosh, whoosh. Well, I didn't hear it because it was a Volvo. So they went past, you know, like, so. I mean, I was just completely bloody froth off your cappuccino. Yeah. So, you know, you know, you gentlemen know, because we are all trucking and we all love trucking. But how cool is it on, you know, whatever, what's today, Saturday morning, me and Tone, 
end up at Julgandra at 8 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where are you going? He's going to Brisbane. I said, cool, let's go. I'll, I'll just get out of bed. Totally unplanned. Totally unplanned. Yeah. The things you see when you haven't got a shotgun. No, jeez, he's just like I said, his shotgun passed me there. He let me, he must have held sorry for the old truck and the old bear. And he let me go out there and then the young fella whooshed me before bloody Turawina or one of them, one of those parking bays up there. And then, uh, and then I let him go and then I had a bit of a break, a bit of break of your bladder. And, you know, he, he was running hard. Then I caught him a Gore. Like, what a good little place Gore was. They had a little coffee there and a little cool, right? stole there before. The Gore Roadhouse, yeah, they're doing a cracking little job there. Yeah, they're, um, yeah, that's actually a good little spot to have a nice coffee. And me and the hound dog, I made him chase some birds around and throw half the fire at him, and he loved it. Yeah. Yeah, puppy. Yeah, they, got, they got chows there as well. Yeah, and uh, I'll make the saying there that he's keeping the fuel down a little bit just to try and encourage people to go that way. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's yeah. actually so, um, it's been cheaper than Brisbane for a long, long time there. Dollar seventy eight, I think, at the bears of the shell. Yeah, right. Wow. Well, that's that's getting yeah. quite competitive to yeah. the others yeah. at the minute. Coffee okay. was good. Tones had a massive mixed grill. I didn't know how the little white put all that mixed grill away, but anyway he did. So yeah, yeah. He, must, he must have eaten for a week or something. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. No, that's that's the way he goes. He sort of he does do that. I've seen him do that before. Eat eat eats once a week when he needs to or not. That's right. Yeah. 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 I know like the air and he Oh, five minutes behind him because you know he's just wandering through there and allegedly really pace. And uh, and I get there and he's got the buddy picnic rug out on the table. He's out the front. He's got the napkin and the table and chairs and everything set up out there. It was very romantic. <laughs> 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 and here he's holding down on the mixed grill that two people could have had a go at. He yeah. had already done half it when I got there. Yep. So yeah, it was it was, it was great. So we, we we sort of lost an hour there just chatting away. And, yeah. yeah, and then we said, oh, we better attack this big you and here we are. You didn't look like you had much on, though, Yogi. Oh, I didn't have much on. Mm. I've got enough on there, Mike. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter what's got on, it matters what it pays. That's it. <laughs> so did you know your truck at height, mate? That's the question. Oh, yeah. Did I measure that? Well, I most certainly knew my Queensland rail truck and height. Yeah, that's good because size does matter, mate. You've got to take that into consideration when you're out trucking doing this out of uh, out of gauge stuff. Well, that didn't look like it was out of gauge to me, that load. Did you tuck the mirrors in? And if it was out of gauge, I wouldn't be here today. <laughs> so that is exactly why I measured the truck and knew my truck and height. So mm. we're, 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 we're pushing the French hipper right on two and a half and four three and all that. But oh, yeah, yeah it, it, it's um, yeah, it's staying on the money. So it's yeah, it's getting over. There's no grey areas. That's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> there is a lot of grey areas in Overtime, Craig. I mean, what a, who are you? Well, you've changed, Craig, since you've gone over to the tipper world, carting your wheelbarrows around, you know? They're always the same, mate. Never a problem. Uh, 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 yeah, your wheelbarrows are never we, the same. We just have the grey areas in the weight, weight department, or the mass. Oh, the yeah. I should say. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're trying to please the masses. Mm. Yeah, it won't have it. Yeah, I, I never understand that. And like, I have the same. We drop a, a ton or two in weight across the country because obviously the structure of the air changes the structure of the trailer. Mm. So therefore, the weight must be reduced. 
Troy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. Which, to me, makes perfect sense. I mean, you know, like, why can I go 54 and a half down in Western Australia and 49 and a half in SA? Well, yeah, because. You know, just like, because. Because. Is oh, it, I get it. Has it got anything you know? to do with that there's not actually a proper um, national heavy vehicle regulator? <laughs> Welcome to the Wednesday show, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get into it, you know. <laughs> oh, dear, dear, dear. We better leave that one alone. So, how is how's the road been, Yogi? Quiet, busy? The road's been extremely quiet. Yeah? Me and Tones are saying that I having a coffee at Gore, because that was awesome. You just sort of thinking, there's no one out here. What, what, what an actual time to be out here. Pretty cool. Yeah. But in saying that, there's been not a lot of places to get a lot of food or a lot of stops. And, you know, I thought to take your chances on a couple of things. It was a bit hit and miss there at Kobe, if you getting something new. Mm. But anyway, yeah, that's the downside when there's no one around. When was the last time you sort of travelled at Christmas time? Is it, you know, have you... Uh, a bit of difference. Like, I don't know. Well, we, we come home last Wednesday from Brisbane, and I can tell you there was plenty of traffic about. Um, and, and I've still seen it in the last couple of days, but yeah, whether once you get off the East Coast, you know, it's obviously a bit quieter. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's a song in that last Christmas I give you my heart. Last Christmas I work, Christmas before I work, Christmas before I work. I feel like I'm picking up standing slack here as I'm working over Christmas and New Year. Delivering all the toys to the farmers that want to make it happen before they go down the coast. Mm. But it's it's not as busy as previous years, but I, yeah, I'm, I'm not anywhere near people, I suppose, mm. if that's yeah. kind of, you know, coming coming across through, oh, what, Broken Hill, Cobar, and, and, you know, into Gilgander and up the new, and then every road out you go to, like, I'd, I'd break you down a bladder this morning and, Said there's a nice lady behind the counter, and yeah, how's it going here? Pretty quiet. So I flat out the other day, but a little bit dead today. So mm. I guess everybody's where they need to be for the weekend, maybe. Yeah, mate. Yeah, well, they won't be getting any more of my money at the ladder ever. <laughs> okay. Fantastic. Right. I, I used to buy all my buddy every time I went past the place, I'd call in and buy something, but get fuel there. I spent yeah. thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars in that roadhouse. Yep. And when COVID, when COVID was on, mate, I went in there and got told to rack off because they, they wouldn't let you have a shower, they wouldn't wouldn't sell you anything, wouldn't give you a feed, wouldn't do anything. Oh, oh dear. Yeah. I've, got a, I've got a very, very long memory, mate. Yeah, I, I remember that. I know. When we were fighting for a lot of roadhouses, you know, um, four drivers, yeah. and they were actually, a lot of the roadhouses were scared um, to do anything because of the police. Um, yeah, well, they were coming in and yeah. telling them they would, you know, close them down and find them and do yeah. this and do that. And yeah, it, it was a bit of a shame what happened. And a lot of it came down to the fact that no one even understood that there was exemptions there for um, drivers. Yeah, well, I just, as I said, mate, just the way I was treated in that road out that day. Yeah. I've spent, as I said, spent thousands and thousands in that place. Yeah. yeah. yeah my own money, money as an owner driver and, and the boss's yeah. money. Oh, I don't know. Mm. It's always been a place, hasn't it? Why don't you thought there's not much else, sort of, really, you know? Yeah. It's always been a little place that we've all sort of supported, but yeah, there you go. Well, I mean, yeah, and then how, how ironic is it that everybody in Western Australia got a special COVID present this year? Most in Perth have got COVID. So. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bit of the spicy, bit of the spicy flu, mate. Tell everybody on the box with a with a Christmas sack out there and a Christmas lunch, you know. But, yeah. yeah. Ironic how the times have changed. Yeah. So what do you what do you reckon about the Hume, Mike? Has it been quiet or? Well, there's been a bit happening on the on the main days that on the days that I've been working, sort of getting in and out of the capitals. It was a bit interesting getting out of Melbourne yesterday afternoon. Mm. Um, obviously, the Friday of the uh, the long weekend, etc. was made a little bit interesting once again. I wonder why everyone's got to pack all their shit on their four wheel drive and their camp trailer. You know, the three, four screaming kids in the back seat of the patrol. Mum there all hassled and dad there with his sweating bullets and all the rest of it. They go and camp two feet apart from each other. Um, you know, I, I often wonder about the uh, the logic of that, but everyone seems to think it's a great idea, so there are a lot of people doing it. Well, and, uh, plenty of people come in here that um, seem to love it. <laughs> well, there's a certain amount of frustration going on. I, I came out around the ring road with one of Palm Trans's trucks, and we were enjoying the dance, just swapping lanes, and he was holding up cars so I could get out, and I was holding up cars so we could get out. We tag-teamed them all the way around to the Craigie Moon Bypass. Hmm. And uh, we, we, we sort of um, talking to each other on the UHF, <laughs> planning our moves. <laughs> and, uh, actually, it was quite a lot of fun. Hmm. Uh, but when we got out to uh, when we got out to Cal Calo, he went away from you. He was a little bit lighter than me, and... Off he went. I couldn't couldn't keep up with him, but it didn't matter. We were out of town. We were out of the trip. You know, out and into it, and was uh, it was good. So yeah. Now, how neat are palm trees? They've been at it for a very long time. They're mm. even nice looking gear. Palm trees. Yeah. No, they've got some. They've got some nice gear, and uh, they've got some got some good operators there too. So they were they were yeah. all right. But um. Very very interesting. I this morning I got a bone to pick with a fella telling a pair of old. Bloody Kalari uh, powder tanks frightened the bejesus out of me coming out of the road at Maroolan there. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm coming past and left hand lane, and you know where you come out from where the 81 is there? The third, well, sorry, the 31, uh, the rest, the uh, Caltex there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that end. And um, I couldn't move over because there was a line of cars wouldn't let me move over, and he was running out of lane and put the indicator on, started moving to the line, and I was sort of like at the back corner of him. He gave me a bit of a moment. <laughs> I moved over and, and leaned on a little bloody MG beside me. He was a bit upset, blew the horn at me, because um, I could understand why he was scared, because I was over the line into his lane. But it was either that or take the mirror off this bloody shit coming out of the mural and... Um, Merge lane there, it's, it makes me wonder, you know, do people just expect you to move out of their way? I mean, I gave him I gave him a little bit of lip on the UHF, saved it on the uh, saved it on my dash cam as well. So people can, I might think I might put it up on the internet. People can decide whether I overreacted or not. Mm. Um, you know, he didn't cross the line, but uh, at the speed I was doing, the speed he was doing, it looked like it was going to be horribly close to me, you know? Mm. And uh, catch 22, that. Well, he has to, he's supposed to give way to you, Yogi. Yeah, so you want, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what I think, you know. Like whether he's, he's got, you've got to obviously get some speed to get out there. You're all going to turn into 60 over the top of the hill. Yeah. You're trying, you're trying to match up. It's, it's rough as guts anyway. It's rough as guts. So, you, yeah, there's, 
two two lines of thinking there. I suppose you must, you know, merge traffic. You must approach traffic and match the speed is what you're trying to do. But, yeah, if you're not confident and you come out, you'll stop and then it'll be bad and then cars will stop and then you'll someone will hit you and then it'll be all over. So, it's not as if it's never happened there before. It's happened a couple of times. Oh, I can imagine out of there. It just would be most trucks coming out of there. And uh, yeah. I guess they all come out of there with the, the understanding that we've got to make it happen and, and try and slot in through traffic, you know, that's doing anywhere from 50 to 110. Mm, it's one of those. But at the, same, at the same time, though, you don't, you know, when there's a truck in the lane coming at you, you know he's on, his, he's on the speed. You know, you, you, you don't, you, there's no way with a B-double that you're coming out of there and getting up to 100 by the end of that lane. Well, you, you know, you never you're going to get the 80 going over the top of the hill because you're going to do on 60 like they're running. You're yeah, not going to get up to speed. Mm. I know, that whole, that, that whole bit of road there around Maroolan makes absolutely no sense at all and it's the roughest piece of road on the Hume Highway. Mm. Probably the roughest piece of road in New South Wales. I reckon it's, it's very, very ugly. Mm. Yeah. It's, and, um, is that going south, Mike? You're talking about that was going north. I was talking about. Yeah. It, it's one of those uh, things. If they, you know, the amount of trucks that come in out of, of there, and, and you've got, and you've got to go in into the way station. So you yeah. wonder why there's not another lane all the way from, from yeah, a dedicated um, lane from yeah. um, coming out of that roundabout, basically to the to the checking station. Yeah, because once you come out of there, you're not changing lanes, really, are you? No, you're not doing anything. No, and it's no. always always arrow in. Why why do they do that? Why arrow in and arrow out? What what is what you go over the that? You go over the mobile plates and they take your picture, that's why. Oh if they want to take a picture, I don't know, sit on the road with a camera and take the picture. <laughs> what 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 do I want to take me picture for? Yeah. What is wrong with you lot over here in fascination with cameras? Yeah. It's, it's like um you know, coming south any twelve mile creek, you've got to you've got to go in there. But it's hardly ever open, so you're straight back on the highway, and most of the time, all you're doing is causing traffic friction. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, and that you know, it's hard for everybody to understand either. Like Yogi, you know, the campaign, we all need our space, and coming out of there, yeah. you see plenty of people that see you trying to come back out, um, mm. and don't move over. I know sometimes you can't because there's another vehicle beside you, so there's not a lot you can do. But another uh, Wednesday subject. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but it, you yeah, know, it's all we're all here tonight, and you know, it doesn't matter whether you're driving a car or a truck or a caravan. Yeah, well, there's, yeah, there's right. reason to, as we say, Yogi. Um, yeah, everyone has this. We all need space. We all need space now. Now, have you seen the picture of Martha Stewart? No. On, on the internet. Do we all need space from this, or are we looking at Martha Stewart? She's been in jail, eh? Been buffing up. Martha Martha Stewart, I don't know. Did she go to jail or what? I don't know. Martha Stewart's sort of the lifestyle way uh, guru. She sort of. Yeah, I think she went to jail. Did she go to jail? I don't know. Done something bad or something. I don't know. Well, she's done something really bad now. She's 82 years old, right? Yeah. And she's put a picture of herself uh-huh. on the internet in a uh-huh. lacy nightgown. Yeah. And uh-huh. look, looking fairly fetching for an 82-year-old, let me tell you. Oh, dear. Oh, 
She's she's been to the big house. I don't think that'd worry you doing that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, do, you, do you reckon I don't look so bad when I wake up? At least it's at least I don't look as bad as I looked when I went to bed. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I just laughed. I thought I thought dear idea. Yeah. 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 Stewart. No, I no, and I probably won't go looking either. Don't, no, no, don't, 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 yeah, don't, yeah, go, yeah, don't yeah, go yeah, looking. Yeah. Don't, don't do yeah, that to yourself. Yeah. I just thought, you know, we, we need to talk about stuff other than trucks and Martha Stewart and Heidi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I thought that fits the bill. Yeah. We've well, actually met Mr. Cooley from, um, from our good neighbour in, I don't know, he's in Tassie or Brisbane or Melbourne or what we said. Oh. Right, on, but we might go to a song here first. Mike, you um, you picked one here earlier. I said Penny Lumsden, uh, roll on. That was what I said. Did you find it? Did you? Yeah, oh, yeah. pretty good song. Yeah. I like it. So we might we might go to that, and um, we'll we'll be right back. So- <laughs>
back, everybody. No, there's no te- ten second delay here, and um, <laughs> no, I went no, quiet. Can't what you say. I went quiet for the record. I went I, quiet. I wasn't aware of what was going on. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I suppose I didn't say be quiet, but anyway, we're back. We've got Ian. <laughs> Ian on the line. Ian, who prefers to be called the neighbour. The neighbour. He, right. he who he who resides across the road sometimes. <laughs> So yeah. we've been keeping an eye on the place, mate. We haven't taken too much stuff out of there. No, no. What you let the firewood, have you? Or? No. No, we sold, no, sold that. It's New Year's Eve tomorrow, mate. The, the, <laughs> the demand for firewood down on the beach. You say firewood. I've seen, I've, I've seen a bloke getting a couple of bags of firewood at door, and I said, come on, mate, it's not going to get that gold tonight. And he looked at me like I had two eggs. All right, mate. Have a good day. Where, where <laughs> I was that? I wrecked it at, at, at Gore, that little shell at Gore. Oh, really? He was getting a couple of bags of firewood. I'm like, oh, mate, it's not going to get that cold tonight. Oh, he thought... didn't say boot. He just sort of looked at me like oh, I was that'd there. be extremely cold down that way. <laughs> we're, no. we're about, we're about to head to uh, Tassie and um, having, I don't know, we've been down there since 2009 and we get snow on the mountain. In December and January, occasionally, and a couple of years ago, got up one morning and it was minus four. Ooh. Yeah, I was so, going to say. So, if you're going down to Tassie, and what what do you reckon about February the second or February the third? You'll have your two days of summer, and then that's it. Be very very careful, you know. You, know, you, you, you do realise that. You do realise that I'm a Tasmanian, didn't you? Did you know that? Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. That's why you're so tall, Mike, because you can see over the next hill. <laughs> so, so, are you originally from Tasmania, Yogi? No, I'm from the other part of Tasmania, Gippsland, Victoria. I'm a Tasmanian, I am. So, Ian. Yes. Cut the good you know, looking head off. You know, we talked about. You know, these things like, <laughs> who loves you more, your dog or your wife? Yes. And it's like, who's happy to see you when you let them out of the boot? Yes. Well, <laughs> someone just come bouncing down the stairs here and shoved their head. No, no. no. <laughs> Hi, Ian. So, Hi, Ian. Oh, so, so, oh, my wife's happier lovely. to see you than me. <laughs> it's, it's me other girlfriend. <laughs> How are you? Oh, yeah, I'm gorgeous. I'm good. I'm good. That's a girl. How are you going? I'm starting to get a little bit worried about this now. Can <laughs> <laughs> you put me on mute there, Craig? It's all good. Take one on in and it's going to happen. But I can never notice, Jogu, that she just appears out of the woodwork when this bloke comes on. Yeah, when he turns up. Yeah, yeah. That's why they call me the neighbour. I have made no secret that I love Ian. She's got this sort of no secret that I love you back. Yeah. Um, so maybe next week we'll pitch her up and say hands on all the neighbours on and she'll be in there like a flat and you won't be we'll be in Tassie snowed in that's where they're going to happen next week and snowed in it's, it's your lovely wife's well, birthday tomorrow Anne it is correct it is uh, yep yeah. I hope um, I hope you treat her better than what you did on Mother's Day <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, I, can't, I can't quite remember what I did on Mother's Day. What did I do to her on Mother's Day? You went Day? golfing, Ian. You went golfing. Oh, that's correct. Yeah, that's right. Oh, well, yeah. 
Yeah, it's the priority. Six months a day present. And I think at the time she was holding a baby. A screaming, a screaming baby, I think oh, it was. Oh, my God, that's God. That's years. Yeah, that's 40-something years ago that happened. But, yeah. Well, you will tell these Nobody stories is, on air. Sorry? You will tell these stories on air. Oh, did I? Uh, did I? <laughs> you uh, did. Probably after a big afternoon. I can't quite did remember. Uh, did you do any good today? But it, oh, on the punt, no, yeah. no. But we didn't get fourth. We got fifth, I think, which I was. I said to Ron, I'm wrapped. I'm sick of fourth. Happy with Spitter. And you may as well be last. If you're going to be fourth or fifth, you may as well be last. Correct. Correct. You ain't first, you're last. So <laughs> but fifth is a good number. Like five is a, is a well-balanced number. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It'd be better if there was dividends on it. Well, I mean, you know, you can multiply it. Yeah, you could. Yeah, can't win any money on it, but you can multiply yeah. it. So you're getting ready to go on the big boat, are you? Yeah, no. Uh, Lewis, Lewis will be uh, loading some glass on the car tomorrow, mate, and we'll be off and um, do a run around Tassie and probably go to a few wineries and restaurants while we're there as well. That sounds pretty <laughs> tough. Well, you've got you. Oh, sorry, uh, that's why we haven't got it. Yeah. Refresh, refresh. Now, wait, how long is the boat the trip? the Piper's River, eh, or? No, we're um, 25 k's out of Devonport, Mick. Yeah, but, I mean, when you go to the wineries and things, you're going to get up the Piper River wineries there? Oh, through the Tamar Valley. Um, yeah, yeah we get there. There's a few nice ones in there. Oh, mate, there's some beautiful wineries down there. There's it's a, lot of, a lot of cold climate wine, which is... Um, if you're drinking whites, which I don't tend to, yeah, well, yeah, they still, they do reds down there, but the the cold climate whites are, yeah. If you're a wine drinker, which um, Blondie is, as I found out. <laughs> I had a little um, sip of the Sav Blanc you left here <laughs> before you left oh, the, other, yeah. the other day. Yeah. But, yeah, no, there's lots of lots of nice wineries down there, mate. Have you been down there either of the three of you, any years? No, oh, yeah, just I, did, no. I did live there for a considerable portion of my life, so... <laughs> yeah. Where did you live? Yeah, I'll, I'll say yes. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you live when you were down there? Well, oh, well, I, I, I grew up in Launce- around Launceston. My old man was from Cressy. Yeah. Mum from Scottsdale. Okay. So, so, Scottsdale, uh, yeah, they make... They grow a lot of spuds in that out there, mate, a lot of veggies. Scottsdale, they make good cheese too, mate. They do make good cheese out there. Love beautiful yep. red dirt in, up out around Scottsdale for growing things. Beautiful. Oh, did you? You could grow, you uh, could grow babies down there in that sort of, that sort I'm of sure thing. I'm sure you could. I'm sure you could. And, and my dad was from Cressy, which is in the, in sort of the northern Midlands there, sort of northern part of the Midlands. Yep. And, yep. and uh, we used to we used to go hunting and fishing, trout fishing. Yeah, there's plenty of trout uh, down there. Dad used to. I wasn't much of. I wasn't much of a fisherman. Though. I've never been much of a fisherman. Dad. Dad loved it. He was right into it. Yep. Uh, no, Tasmania is a great place. In fact, they're, they're about twenty years behind the rest of Australia down there. It wouldn't be a bad idea to go back down there now. I wouldn't think. No, it's yeah, it's good, and they, and they acknowledge that, and um, they're more than happy to live with it too. Yeah. Oh, quite, yeah. Quite happy yeah. Do they have self-service checkouts? No, thank God. No, you actually get a you actually get a um, 
a lady who, you know, does your barcodes, your groceries and puts it in the bag and away you go. So, yeah. yeah. Old school. Yeah, yeah well, it's... No, yeah. proper school, not old school. Proper it should school. be. Yeah. Uh, funny, funny story. When, when we were uh, we put out the first issue of Trucking Life, yeah, I got a phone call from the news of one of the news agents at Scottsdale, and uh, I was I was talking to the girl at, at the news agents, and um, she was talking about we were talking about things. Now I I went to high, my first year of high school was at Scottsdale. Yep, and uh, primary school. Was, so no, yeah, I did failed, failed miserably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and primary school because my my father was the policeman at Derby Police Station. Oh, so shit. I went to Derby Police Station. Bloody hell! Yeah, have you been in the lock up there? Have you? No, I haven't been to lock up, but I've driven through Derby, and it's not um, it's not an uplifting place, can I say? Oh <laughs> 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 yeah, oh yeah. I, I went to did a bit of primary school at Winlear. Anyway, my good mate from school, Pinky Lester, who I haven't seen, you know, it's been since basically high school. And I'm yeah. talking to this talking to this girl on the on the phone because they tr- they wanted to get truck of life in the uh, in the news agents there. Yeah, and it turns out that Pinky Lester's her old man. And we're just um, having a, you know, just having a bit, you know, like just having a bit of a chat about, you know, because. I said the roll from up there, and she goes, yeah, sure. So I, I sort of started, you know, sort of a bit of yeah, right, yeah, that's funny, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's yeah. Something, anyway, interesting little side story. There you go. Yeah. We, uh, we, my my dad took all our family over there, and we ended up in Bishano for a family holiday. Right. Uh, uh, where right else, where yeah. else would you go? That's, yeah. That's the yeah. Torquay, yeah. that's the Torquay of, uh, or the Bondi of Tasmania, Bishano. Yeah, and look, I'm talking, oh, geez, we, I would have been 10 or 11, you know, so you're looking at 30 odd years ago, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. No more. Yeah. And you know, and you know, our old mate Cones who came up in conversation earlier, he was down, I think he used to play football for St. Allen's at one stage, I think. Yeah, we St. Allen's. There you go. The small world. Uh, I've been I've been lucky enough to cart in and out of Tassie. I've been I've been to Savage River Mine. I've uh, carted poles up there. I've uh, carted roof poles out of Crezzy. Far um, out. Mm, yeah, I've been lucky enough to be on the boat a couple of times and yeah, over and back. And, yeah, so, yeah. Hmm. There you go. Well, hmm. from one reference to Tasmania. Yeah. And I've never oh, been like there. The <laughs> I've never been there. You've got free accommodation down there any time you like. Thank you, you and we will visit, but we'll come when you guys are there. Oh, I was hoping we'd come. I was hoping you'd come when I was there. That's not nice. I'm trying to save you here, you like, like, far out. Sorry, Yogi. Oh, how can you know when he's not there? Yeah. And I just, I just said on on air that I loved him, so I think I might retract that statement. Oh, no, no, sorry, I was a bit out of line with that comment. I'd say. 
couple of servants, you know. Like, it's been a long day on the punt. He's just out. He's got to try that'll, cost, that'll cost you a couple of sad blonks when you're back up here, I can tell you. Yeah, and don't, don't get that three bucks up. You better be $15 and up or you're going to get a flogging. <laughs> there have been instructions on how to use the ride on lawnmower. <laughs> yeah, feed the sheep. Yeah. Uh, anyway, you're right, you're so you're right, headed, headed off there tomorrow, Ian, and a few, Sorry, mate. a few weeks down there, is it? Seven. Seven? Seven. Well, that yeah. sounds pretty hard. You've yeah, no, it'll be, it'll be tough. Yeah, you probably would have been melting if you're up here anyway at the moment. It's been yeah, righto. She's been pretty warm. Yep. Which would have completely taken out of um, the reason why you've bought a house in Tassie to start with. <laughs> to go and, go and hide from the, the summer heat. That's, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, we've had some crackers up here and a few storms. Not as bad as. Well, um, I, 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 we've all seen my lovely wife wearing Ugbrooks in the last couple of days in Western Australia. So I we're know. all fine. Do back over to the west to escape the summer heat. I think it was a grand total of 17 in the west. Seriously. Today. Seriously. Yeah, right. Yeah. On. I bought, bought Amanda a pair of Ugg boots for Chrissy and well, Brendan and I go straight into the cupboard and no. Nah, straight on her feet. Yeah, straight on her feet. She's under I a hope, hug and had I hope she's got a uh, Yogi, I hope she's got a truck and life t shirt on with the Ugg boots. <laughs> Nah, it could be. Yeah, probably. Didn't see that good, far up. Good. Only seen the Ugg boots. So, yeah. Don't waste, <laughs> don't waste any advertising opportunities that you can, you know, sneak in. Yeah. Oh, I reckon she probably would have had a hoodie on it. <laughs> I reckon if she's got Ugg boots on, chances are she probably had a hoodie on. It was cold. 37, <laughs> 37 on Christmas Day and then 17 two days later. I was like, yeah. Man. Sounds like Melbourne, no mate. Sick. Yeah, oh, no, it does, and that's terrible. No one should go there. <laughs> right to Melbourne. Yeah, yeah to Melbourne. The only good thing about Melbourne is seeing in the rear vision mirror. Like, get out. Get in, get out. I'm in total agreement with all of that. It's a bit like Byron Bay. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, well, that's true. I've been happy to see Melbourne in the rear vision mirror lately. Yeah, yeah. it'd be good on the boat when you're floating out. Now, what does it say? How long does it take? Is it still 12 hours overnight, or do you get a bit of a surf up and. Have a bit of a go, or you know. Well, we're leaving at six forty. We pull out at six forty-five, and I think we get yep. to Devonport about six a.m. or something. But they they adjust it too. They they can sort of slow down if they have to, or if it doesn't, you know, they can't they can't pull you in there at five o'clock and wake you up at well. Oh, if yep. they, oh yep. If they're pulling in at five, they get you out of bed at quarter past four. Which you know, when you get down to the lounge room and everyone's queuing for their coffee you not a lot of happy people around I can tell you. <laughs> yeah, right. On. Okay. Is but, there two, um, is there yeah, two kids running or only one? Yeah, no, they run it two, mate. Two. So they, you, yeah, um, I remember we passed one ship one night and then I think the captain called out of some ungodly hour, looked to the right and there it is. Yeah. Far long. Oh, they tell you when they're gonna pass passing bass straight, yeah. but yeah, like hopefully you're well and truly asleep because you yeah, sleeping on the boats, um, <laughs> it's not – I can't say – I reckon I've probably been on the uh, – probably been getting close to 100 times over the years, going to Tassie, yeah. and um, sleeping on Bass Strait's not an easy um, 
an easy come up and it's, it just depends on what you get. So. Mm. Well, I reckon you, you, clearly, uh, have that up to, you clearly haven't had enough to drink then or you're just not tired. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, no. When I, no trust me. You, I, yeah, no, I, I normally have enough Pinot Gris to get me just enough <laughs> to get me to bed. I think when I when I last my last one I loaded out of Rockhampton and so I done four states in four days. I think when I got on the boat I was pretty happy to go and have a lie down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rock me down. Right down on the boat, sit on the boat, now right I'm off the bed. So we had we had twenty two metre concrete poles going across there too, so you'll sort of first one on and sort of last one off. Oh, first yeah. one off and last one on or whatever it worked out to be, but yeah. Yeah. But it can yeah, it can get um it's interesting because it can it can get pretty rough. They'll, they'll say, oh, it's mild seas, and you see people walking up and down the corridor of the boat and they're going from one side or the other and they look like they're either pissed or had too much to eat or haven't had enough to eat or they've chucked up or something. So, yeah. Yeah, they don't look very good. They need to get out and find they're a little bit pale. <laughs> That's it. That's it. <laughs> anyway, I will leave you, leave you boys. Oh, no, we'll- uh, Thanks. I wish you for, all the best. All of you. Yeah, thanks for calling in. Right. Thank, thank you, young man. Will you have a nice trip to Taswija and just uh, grab a handful of dirt for me while you're over there, will you? I will do, mate. I'll try and bring it back, but they'll probably stop me. <laughs> because of the dirt? Right. Or <laughs> recognise you in the end. That's right. That's right. <laughs> all right, all the best, you lot. Uh, Happy you New Year, right. Ian. Yeah, I'll speak to you soon. Yeah, righto. See you, mate. See you, mate. Bye. There we go. Why, why, why is it so good in Tassie? Why, why is everything there? Is because there's an abundance of water and the soil, it, like... Tasmania exports so much quality stuff. Yeah. It is phenomenal what comes out of there, isn't it, really? Yeah. No, Tasmania's not a bad place. I mean, my brother still lives over there in Launceston. Yeah. And uh, although he's been talking about selling his house and buying the camper van and coming for a drive, he's been talking about He's been threatening to do that for a little while now. To come to the mainland. Oh, I, can, I reckon I could live over there, you know. I reckon I could live over there too, but I mean the the reality of it is, is we we sort of get uh, get I won't say tied down. That's not the right word, but we end up with our our roots in different places. Mm. Uh, I mean, you think about how hard it would be for you, Yogi, now to transplant yourself back to the Dandenongs or something. Yeah, I wouldn't no. go there. I'd go to Tassie. Mm. Yeah, but, but I mean, what, what would you do? It's it more of a challenge to be an interstate driver if you live in Tassie. Do you, know, oh. do you know what I would do? I'd get a job driving a forklift in a DC warehouse. That's what I'd do, I reckon. Would you? Really? Yep. Loading beer or something like that. Yep, loading beer. Yeah, <laughs> I don't care. I don't know. All care, no responsibility. Clock on, clock off. Load, unload. Yep. See you later. Have a good day. Well, wax on, wax off, you reckon? Wax on, wax off. That doesn't wax sound on. like a bad sort of job, does it? Start at six, no. leave at one. Half hour for smoke, Yeah, hour for lunch. Yeah. No, no, we're not a panel beater. I mean, I'm like, it's an hour for lunch. Panel beating. I don't think I want to be a panel beater, but yeah, mm. an hour for lunch. So what's on the cards <laughs> for tomorrow night, Mike? New Year's Eve? Big celebration. New Year's Eve. Well, I haven't decided what I'm going to wear to the lounge yet. 
Some new people, Mike. Yeah, you might end up with four friends out in the street. Yeah, I might chew someone's leg off too. You never know. <laughs> oh, I was thinking that the other day when we were shopping at Carousel there with my daughter, and I thought somebody's going to get headbutted. <laughs> like you're just like you're trying to need to be not in my way. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, she wasn't. She was having a great time shopping. And she said, we're going upstairs. I said, I'm not going upstairs. There's three things are going to happen here. We're going to buy their mug boots and we're going to get some kind of honey chicken and walk out of here. That's what's going to happen. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> There's a reason. Well, it, it's yeah. frustrating sometimes <laughs> you get around the people. And like coming out of Brisbane the other day, you know, as the traffic's a, a little congested, like stopped. Yeah. And, and Colin looks over to me and she goes, Who would have thought it'd be like this? And I said, Me. I, yeah. I, I knew it would be exactly like this. <laughs> yeah. Who would have thought? Yeah. It Everybody that travels on that road. It never changes. Oh. It was a very no. painful journey home, I must say. Yeah. Oh, I believe you with Craig. It can't be that painful. That's right. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> Did he have the air conditioning turned up? Did he collect? Yeah, no, we had a full ball, Mike. Oh, she was Windows down. down. Windows down. Full, full ball. Full ball. I've got, I've got no trouble believing that. No. <laughs> Milo's we, uh, when I come. You know, he was. Hey? A, Milo had the double bed in the back of the van to himself. Yeah, right. up, loving it. Yeah, yeah. No, you mean, but, but it'd be all right. How did, how did Milo go for the trip? Did he enjoy himself? Do Do you know what Milo has been very sedate? We went up and stayed in the house, and he was the most relaxed dog that I've ever had in the whole five years that we've owned him. He was so chilled. Mm. And even a, we had those, well, as you've probably seen on the news, the massive thunderstorms that went across Brisbane and yep. that area. Yep. And yep. we had some massive cracks of thunder. And he yep. just laid on the floor and looked at us when the crack of thunder went off. And normally he would be beside himself. We'd have to put his thunder jacket on in here. and He'd be hiding in our walk-in robe. Yeah, he would be. And he was so chilled. And even since we've come home, he's been like a really completely different dog. It's really weird. Right, eh? 
Maybe maybe he's a little Queenslander dog. He's a little cattle dog. Loves it. Like he's got to get up there and smell that Queensland air. Yeah, I, think was, I think it was the drugs. <laughs> well, it might have been that too. You never know. No, we didn't have to dose him up. No. But it, did, no, he's, he's, did he have a couple of forexes? Maybe a sniff of rum or something like that? Oh, what chunks maybe, him up there? Like, did he get into the rum balls on Christmas Day Maybe or that's what, what happened to all my honey whiskey. Because <laughs> I'll tell you what, it seemed to disappear. It really wasn't the dog. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, if it's the dog drinking honey whiskey, you'd be still hungover and <laughs> lounging around. Right. Uh, I had a dog that used to like beer. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah bloody yeah, yeah, just pour, yeah. just pour, pour a little bit in his bowl and he'd have a cup of, he'd, he'd, he'd drink that up. and you'd... Really? Oh, yeah, bloody ace. Who yeah, feeds their dogs alcohol? Hey? <laughs> Who feeds their dog alcohol? Well, I did. Is that wrong? Yeah, Well, I wouldn't have thought that that would be something you'd do, but anyway, there you go. Well, no, I mean, you don't go, you don't go feed them a whole stubby. No, no, they're not, they're not, they're not going like a can of hole with it. They're not one, one, they're not in the shed. You know, you're not, you're not, you know, they're not in the shed. Not in the shed. You just sort of sit down and say, look, look at you, stupid. And you, yeah, there you go. Just pour a little bit in the bowl and they lick it up. Yeah, I've had, I've had numerous. Yeah, you know, three or four staffies over the years, and a couple like it, and a couple don't. Well, yeah. they'll drink the drink the drinks out of the stubbies, and they yeah, love it. And a couple don't. Yeah, yeah. yeah but you maybe. don't. You, I mean, you don't. You don't. You don't willfully give them enough to get them like staggering around the joint. That wouldn't be funny, but no, that, that'd be well, a it would be. But bloody hilarious. But I, I actually saw a thing on Facebook the other day where. Um, a dog had knocked some alcohol, like that the people had gone out and left the dog inside yep. and they got home yep. and they had yep. had a bottle of alcohol on the bench that the dog had knocked off while they were away and drunk it off the floor because it smashed. Oh, wasn't that yeah. Bailey? Did you see that? Oh, yeah. Bailey. I think it was Bailey. Yeah, was it? Yeah, yeah, and then they called him. He couldn't walk. He was all over and the place. And he was shit-faced. He was. He was all over the place. Yeah, no, I saw that. Yeah. Oh, was he old enough to no. drink? <laughs> I don't know. Wow. Oh. Yeah, doggy. Doggy. <laughs> doggy, totally. Yeah. So, yeah, we had, we had Milo up in the back. He was right, but because um, Ollie was with us too. So there was some interesting facts I saw here this afternoon. Do you know that Oliver in the last 10 years has been the number one name for nine of them? Right. For so, what? So Oliver has been the number one, the number one male name. Nine. For nine years out of the last ten. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, there you go. I thought Jack. I thought Jack was up there. Jack, Jack was, I mean, I this stage. year. Jack was number five. Yeah. So. There you go. Well, I can't remember the name of the bloke that's lying under the four-wheel drive eating iced bobos. Oh. Uh, what What was his name on the ad? And he reckons he doesn't care. Yeah, I've seen that. I can't think. <laughs> yeah. I do like that. Haven't seen it. Is I that don't an insurance care. ad or a supermarket ad? It's an insurance. No, no, I think it's an ad for NRMA or something. Or yeah. RAC or yeah. some bloody thing. I think I, oh, no, I, I, I think I had seen that one, yeah. So. Yeah. 
Oh, I don't know. Maybe it might be an insurance set or something. I don't know. Mm. So, um, when, when you were coming south in the van, did you get a couple of gnarly high fives off people thinking you're going down the coast surfing? <laughs> Maybe people sort of give you the, you know, the horns up or what? I don't know what the gnarly kids do. Do I get that right there? It's Shakabra. 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 Did you get it, old Shaka? Yeah. Have you bolted a couple of surfboards to the roof? Oh, no. Yeah. no, no. He's actually gone off his surfing quite a bit. Like, he's not... Oh, you should get a longboard. He's he's he used to get up every morning and that was his goal, get down the beach, check out the surf, get in the water, get wet, and if he's gotten a bit older and discovered girls, girls I think. <sighs> work? He's discovered girls. Girls and work and, yeah, other priorities. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if, um, if we had a surfboard... On the roof of that van, I'll guarantee you we wouldn't have a roller door for very long. Yeah, on our garage. <laughs> yeah, but I guarantee a longboard makes everything look cool. No matter what a longboard sits on, it just looks cool. Do you reckon? Yeah. I can't get into the longboards. No, I'm not saying you have to do anything with the longboard. Just leave it there. I'm just saying it makes the car look yeah. cool. Just oh, right. It okay. Yeah, bolt it on. It's I like can bowl a longboard on the 900. It Is it because cool. it's like an oversized thing? Maybe uh, it's cool. Yeah, maybe, yeah. or something. I don't know. Yeah. Do you remember when, when, when at, at our age, at 40, when we all yeah. had to get, you know, <laughs> you bought your first car and you had to have one of those black, what was it, a auger? Auger? Um, what? You know, no, no. Completely not all of us were farmers, Craig. We didn't grow up on the, on the farm. Back. We all didn't need an auger. Black no. white shades on the back. Yeah. Remember those? No. Nah. And you had to... The louvers, you mean? Louvers, that's the one. Oh, yeah, louvers. The, the orange 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 louvers on the back window of the car. So yeah, you had, had to have, have those. one of those. I you thought had you said have... an auger. Orange. Oh, I can't remember the brand of it. Orange. Orange. It's a make. It was the, it was the actual manufacturer of the yeah. louvers. The orange make. Yeah. All uh, sorts of... Yeah, right. All sorts of... Uh, you had to have a twin exhaust. Yeah, yeah. You had you had to have you know those little things that went on your windscreen wipers to do absolutely nothing, but apparently they look cool. They push oh, the wipers down. Yeah, 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 all that all that yeah. cool stuff. You know. I'll give you, yeah. here, Craig. They're not cool. Well, they're not now. <laughs> well, no, they are. Like, what do you mean? They did absolutely nothing. Well, the ones on <laughs> your windscreen wipers. What? Yeah. Well, what were they actually for? Well, half the time people would spend money on that but not put new wiper blades on it. So, yeah, well, yeah, the new wiper blades are sort of part of the deal. You have to have oh. decent wiper blades. So it helped yeah, was it? wipers on the window when you're doing, what, like 180 mile an hour or something? Well, if you, honestly, you know, if, if, if you've ever come from motorbike riding, mate, you know the faster you go, you're not going fast enough if the windscreen doesn't clear itself. Oh, that's, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you, you need to be. So you're saying you don't need windscreen wipers at all? Well, that's right. If you're on a motorcycle, you know you got the visor down and it's raining. Yeah. Um, you need to be going fast enough for the for the for the uh, raindrops to clear himself off the visor. Also, in principle, on your windscreen, mate. Oh, I'd suggest, suggest find the closest pub, pull up, and go and have a drink. <laughs> Yeah, I'd suggest that too. weather. I like that. I won't go out in the wet. I don't ride a bike in the rain. That's what I'm doing. So you also had, if you had a Ford, you had to have 12 slotters? If you had a Ford, you had to have 12 slotters, yep. Yeah. And if you had Holden, the, the best thing to do was to go and uh, get some hot wires. Who would hot buy Hot wires for the Holden, yep. Hot wires, yeah. 
And or, or, or the deep dish eliminators. Yeah, yeah. Well, they were my favourite. I used to like the deep dish eliminators personally. Although I did have hot wires, I did have the uh, did have the gold hot wires on my uh, the, the gold wire wheels on my um, LE Monaro. Mm. Bet you they wish were, you still had that, Mike. Oh, mate. Mm. Yes. Mm. Things only worth about quarter. They don't. They're only worth about quarter of a million now, apparently. <laughs> yeah, just you know? scrap. I tell you what, I did. Oh, yes, yeah, scrap. Good on you. <laughs> I tell you what, I tell you what, I did. Into a busted ass broke truck driver that should have hung on to a million dollars worth of cars. Look at the lines light up. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, mate. If, if I had, I was talking to my brother the other day about cars. Now I had, I had a uh, <clears throat> a Sandman. Oh, I love the Sandman. Yeah. And we were talking about we were talking about how uh, I had my old man who was a policeman, yeah, sitting in sitting in the passenger seat, and my brother Steve and his wife, lovely wife, who they've been together since like they were sixteen. He's over fifty now. Aren't they lucky? They were in the back of the panel van, and we were driving up Henry Street towards Ravenswood in Launceston. And there's a couple of S bins, yeah, going up going up Henry Street. And I was just, I was just buggerising around, and I, I, I gave it a bit of welly, and had the BF Goodrich radial TAs on, which in the wet weren't that fantastic. And um, I was sort of spinning the wheels and drifting the arse on the van going around the corners. My old man was going off his head, <laughs> <laughs> and Stephen and Lisa were rolling around the back. <laughs> in the panel van. Geez, I got in trouble for that. It's a funny story. Wasn't funny then, but it's funny now, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Three oh eight V eight four speed Aussie four speed. What a car! Aussie the Sandman panel bands yeah. would be worth a fair bit as well now. Seventy five thousand for one wow. that's just ready to do up. Yeah, right. That's not even one that's done. Seventy five grand. Yeah, right. For one. You don't have an archway in them. An arch. You can put an arch in them. They didn't have one in them to uh, standard. You had to put put that in. Oh. Yeah. Mine had mine had the arch. I had the uh, row of mirror tiles down the middle of it. It was all done in, all done out on the inside, and red velour, and it had a fridge. Well, it didn't have a fridge. That nesky fridge was a fantasy thing then. Mm-hmm. Um, it had the uh, bubble. It had a couple of teardrop bubble windows on the side with airbrushed murals on the side of it. Ah. Uh, it had really? the orange. It had the orange show tubes on it. It had the. Uh, had the front spoiler and the ducktail on it, and it had the uh, bubble window on the back. It used to put the put the back window up so people could see in all the money you'd spent on the inside of it. It had the um, the eight track stereo in it, and it was a hell of a car. Loved that car. Spent a fortune on it. One, one car I always wanted was a Walkinshaw. Oh, always wanted a Walkinshaw. Oh, VL, VL, yeah, VL Walk. You know the light, that light blue. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, bluey, cranny sort of a yeah. colour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. You've been talking to my wife. Does she want a walk and too? Oh, she wants the VL, like everything VL. I just think that I honestly think they're an ugly car. Really? Yeah, I just can't get into them. Do you think you need to go to Specsavers? Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Listen here, listen here, you. Listen here. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with my vision. 
I've just been like it out of the 80s. If you had a standard, I think it was a, a KE Corolla now, they're worth, <sighs> worth about 15 grand. Yeah, and those Sigmas are old now, money too. And anything, anything, anything Japanese rear wheel drive is going through the roof, isn't it? Yeah. Well, um, well yeah, it, does, it just amazes me, you know. We look, at, look back at all these cars that we knew as young blokes when we were driving them, and they were crap. Like yeah. they were horrible to drive. Yeah, they they didn't handle well. Mm. They, you know, there was a lot of things that they didn't do well, and and now they're they're worth a bloody fortune. Yeah, well, what they have done well is hold their value. Well, yeah. they've, they've they've actually got more more expensive. I just had someone send me a text of a Pano van, a uh, a. Uh, an old, uh, an old Holden van. Your mate Nick, copper, oh, the, old, the old mate Copper Donkey just sent me the text message. It's, um, it's like having an old 900, isn't it? They just go all right, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> they just go all right. I tell you, I was out, I was out of Kimber there yesterday. She was pumping out of about 34, 35 degrees out there the other day, whatever, and day before. I can't remember anyway. It's just one of those trips to Copper. Nullabore and one of, one of Transendale's Mac. It was, it was a great on and I had the windows down because I, I didn't think it was actually that warm. And he told you, he said, yeah, you're good in there. You're a bit off hard. And I said, no, mate, that's all good. Just got the windows down. Do you want to leave? You're thinking the old 900 didn't have air con. <laughs> and I'm out there sweating away coming across the paddock. But I was actually just enjoying a bit of breeze coming in. The actual air con in there worked too good. Yeah. Too good. Yeah. yeah. I think Craig would say no air conditioner works too good. No, I do. Like, I, I actually, many years ago, did drive always with the window down and didn't really get into the air conditioner much, but I must say nowadays, I, yeah, I, I'd be, um, be in a bit of trouble if I didn't have an air conditioner. Couldn't yeah, be. right on. Mine is, I turned mine on today, but then, you know, but then, oh, the other day when the truck, well, when it was blowing a bit of a northerly and it was 30, 37, 38 there, well, can you, I, I turned everyone off and just let the bring the truck back to 80, 85 and just trying to keep it cool and, yeah, flick everyone off and just let the window run there for a bit, you know. Just don't particularly like pushing the truck when it's hot because if you sit... I was sort of taught that, you know, like if you're sitting in the truck and you're comfortable, you'll push the truck a little bit more. Mm. Yeah, That's right. probably so true. a certain level of uncomfortableness that you must achieve. Yeah. Quite fashion. You've got to be uncomfortable to be fashionable. <laughs> Is that right? You really don't. <laughs> yeah. You really do. 
you know, you know what all this reminds me. I always talk about cars and going for a cruise and everything. It reminds me of the Newcastle song. Remember the Newcastle song? The Newcastle. No. You don't remember no. the, New- Newcastle the Newcastle song. song? By whom? Well, Bob Hudson. Bob Hudson. Newcastle. And you know, I'd have to find John him. Hudson. No, Bob Hudson. <laughs> Bob Hudson. Yeah. It's Bob Hudson. Well, I don't know, As but in H-U-D-S-O-N, Hudson. Yeah, I'm going to Google now the Newcastle song. Yeah. What was the Newcastle song? Going to the steelworks, going to drive a panel van, smoke the window? No, no, I was driving down Hunter Street and, you know, look out and say to the girls something really cool like, G'day. Oh, hello. <laughs> oh. Doesn't get any more Australians. If you can find it, Craig. Oh, let's have a look for that one. It's, um... Yeah. It, 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 it sort of just it just reminds me, you know, the conversation just reminds me of the Newcastle song. I am. Um, well, I know that the Star Hotel, New, Newcastle song. Yeah. But um, I don't know if I've I'm go- the other one. I'm, I'm Googling madly, madly now. Yeah. Because well, I can't the Newcastle song. It always worries me when you see the uncut version. Yeah. And the radio version. Oh, yeah, radio edit. Yeah. Pick the radio edit, Craig. Crack the young players. Pick the radio edit. We might have to listen to that before we go. Do you know know what I'm liking up here? You know, speaking of Newcastle, obviously you're still in full daylight down there, but up here in Queensland, just drawing a little bit dark. Sun's going down. Proper. Yeah. Proper. No. Is it? Yeah. No, don't like that. Don't you ever let a chance go by, oh, Lord, don't you ever let a chance go by. That's me. Huh? <laughs> Is that the Oh, song? you're singing the song. Oh. All, yeah. all the young men of Newcastle drive down Hunter Street in their hot FJs with chrome-plated grease nipples. The double reverse overhead cam door handles. <laughs> City eight abreast in the front seat, and they lean out the window and say something real cool to the sheilers on the footpath like, Ah, uh, g'day. <laughs> well, I, 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 I wrote, I wrote something similar in my first truck in my story, didn't I? When I met Andrew, yeah. I wanted to think of something cool to say. Think of something cool. Uh, that way, mate. Do you're it right back that way. Get, get up. <laughs> no, I said you're all good back that way, mate. That was it. <laughs> good back that way. Easy, you got to find this. You got to play this, Craig. The nine-foot-tall Hell's Angel come out of the parking on Milk Bar and looked at Norm and said, Ah, what are you? And Norm said, What are you? <laughs> <laughs> the bloke on the footpath said, You want to have a go, dear mate, eh? Norm said, Yeah, do you want to have a go, mate? The bloke on the footpath said, Yeah, I'll have a go. Norm said, Do you know who you're picking? The bloke on the footpath said, Nah, who am I picking? Norm, he said, You find out. <laughs> How Australian is a jet? That's bloody hilarious. you got to find it, Craig. It's well, I've not got it here. I just, you know, as I say, there's... Just <laughs> don't you ever let a chance go by. Oh, Lord, don't you? I've had... Yeah, oh, yeah right up. Cool. <laughs> yeah, um, don't you see because it'll spoil well, just, it. Um, for... Just grab, grab another Shiva's regular and warm them Larry up before you go. <laughs> I will, mate. I've got one in my hand. I've got one in my hand. I've got one in my hand as we speak. I'm still a bit throaty yeah. from the spicy flu. The voice is holding up pretty well, actually. Yogi, no encouragement, yeah. please. 
No, 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 I'm, I'm a long way away. Him. I'm a long way away. <laughs> no encouragement. No, he didn't need it. I don't need encouragement. I know, I know. Drop a couple of shots down there if that bloody shivers and you're into it. Mm. Well, how about we play it then? Why don't, why don't you? What's the worst thing that could happen? <laughs> Without listening to it, I hope he chose the, the radio. Road media, <laughs> on the road media, is gone off the air. <laughs> like, I don't know. Anyway, let's go. <laughs> we'll, we'll give it a shot, eh? I don't know how it comes. Saturday Night Live, anything could happen. Newcastle, they have very strange mating habits. All the young women of Newcastle walk down the main street, which is called Hunter Street, for reasons that will become obvious later on in the song. All the young men of Newcastle drive down Hunter Street in their hot FJ Holmes with chrome-plated grease nipples and double reverse overhead twin cam door handles. Down Hunter Street, which is called Hunter Street for reasons that are becoming rapidly more and more obvious. In fact, they've put in a few pot plants lately and they call part of it the Hunter Street Mall. Reasons will become obvious later on in the song. And all the young fellas drive down Hunter Street, sitting eight abreast in the front seat, and they lean out the window and say real cool things to the sheilers on the footpath, like, get uh, we got you do it. <laughs> and every now and then, of course, one of the young ladies thinks to herself, ooh, what she thinks, ooh, don't you ever. Anyway, there was this mob of blokes driving down Hunter Street in the front seat of the hot FJ with chrome-painted grease nipples and twin overhead fox tars. And the coolest of them all, who got to sit near the window, was young Norman. <laughs> they pulled up outside the Parthenon milk bar. All of you who've been to Newcastle probably all had a thick shake at the Parthenon milk bar. It's right next door to the Chop Meow Chinese restaurant. And standing outside the Parthenon was this beautiful-looking Sheila. Oh! Oh! Said young Normie, who'd come top in his class in English. Oh, he said. So he leaned out the window and he said, real, real suave, like he said, uh, G'day. Where you going? Did you do it? And she smiled at him and... Just as she was about to say, Mmm, jeez. This nine foot tall hell's angel came out of the Parthenon milk bar. And Normie's mate said, No! Now, Norm was no fool. He knew straight away who they were talking to. They said, Norm, Norm, it's her boyfriend, Norm. He said, Oh, is his name Norm too? And they said, No, stupid. And the boyfriend came and looked at Norm, and Norm looked at the boyfriend, and boyfriend said, what do you think you're doing, mate? And quick as a flash, Norm said, what do you think you're doing? The boyfriend looked at Norm and said, oh, what are you? Norm said, what are you? The bloke on the footpath said, you want to go, do you, mate, eh? Norm said, yeah, you want to go, mate. The bloke on the footpath said, yeah, I'll have a go. 
know what I'm saying? Get out here, you picking? The black on the football said, nah, who am I picking? Know what I'm saying? You flying out, <laughs> The black on the football said, come on, get out here and have a go. Know what I'm saying? No, get in here and have a go. <laughs> the black on the football said, what's wrong with out here? Know what I'm saying? What's wrong with in here? <laughs> and all of a sudden, there was a break in the traffic. As any young Newcastle lad knows, when you're getting monstered by a nine-foot-tall Hell's Angel, and there's a break in the traffic. Don't you ever let a Everybody, let's see. Um, yeah, it was only half of it, though. I oh, know we'll bring the rest back later, mate. <laughs> Don't you ever let a chance go by? People will think we've disappeared, right? Hey? People will think we've disappeared. They will they? Oh, probably. What other can you think of any other sort of Australiana songs? Oh, I can, but some of them aren't really I mean quite. obviously there was the ostentatious thing Australiana that was uh, that was a bit of a classic back in the day mm-hmm. and of course the angels were them I ever going to see your face again um, do you know I think on on Australia day yeah when we actually released this radio station we played Australiana we played five we played, well, I think we played about 12 hours worth of Australian music on Australia day last year yeah yeah Mm. Yeah, not not far off our our birthday, you know. You know, it's it's not, is it? We've we've sort of we come a long way. The, the radio station sort of we, we were we were right into it and everything. Got, and then I got sidetracked. Some idiot went and bought a magazine. Mm. Yeah, don't know what happened. Yeah, but how yeah. How, how good has that ride been? <laughs> it's yeah. been a pretty wild ride, really, isn't it? You know. Yeah. We. <laughs> what do you mean almost? Yeah. No, well, almost. a little bit dated and rough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they want to ride into walking chores. A little bit dated hey, Yogi, and rough. Yeah. I had a question for you, buddy. Yeah, always got answers for you, boss man. Do you want a set of straight doors for your black 900? Do I ever? If you've got a set of straight doors, why, why am I not? Why has it not been posted? Why is it not in my house? <laughs> Why are you telling me this now? Why oh, should we have this conversation off here? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, we haven't had the, we haven't had the conversation. Just, uh, it just flashed through my brain. I was talking to a bloke earlier today, and we were talking about you know, the the, uh, the 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 window. What do they call them? The daylight doors, or what do they call them? Yeah, and, yeah, 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 yeah. And we were talking about we were talking about how like he's in a nine hundred, yeah, and he's got the straight doors. Right, he's a champion. Yep, and uh, but he was talking about oh, I'd prefer I'd prefer the daylight doors. Oh well, uh, and I yeah. called him a her- I called him a heretic. In other words, right, 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 right. Yeah, I look. There are looks that people like. 
Yeah. I don't like them. I like the straight, only because it lines the bonnet with the door. It does, doesn't it? It sort of it's creates, the, it's got the line, it's right, isn't it? Yeah, but but in 97, when that 900, that was the start of the 904 cab, so it was a flat bash 900 that we got that 97 one. And and it was every it was an option to have daylight door, yeah. So it was picked with that option. So it came out of the factory with the daylight doors. Correct. Come out of the factory with the well the now nine oh four cab, but a flat dash nine hundred with daylight doors. So yeah. yeah. So yeah, she's yeah. pretty cool bananas. So yeah, but no, we'll more than happy swap them out. Yeah, well, Good thing about okay. Kenworth is they will fit in straight in. Straight. Well, you could you could fit K one two five doors in, couldn't you? And they just bolt on. Yeah, well, the doors are the same. They bought the same box of doors in nineteen eighty two, and they've kept using them for <laughs> never changed. Them. <laughs> yeah. No, we love Kenworth. There's but. something to be said about that, you know. There is something well, to be said about that. Yeah, and I'm actually glad because I want to stick a. Everyone's got a bunk door line around. Fit and hit me up with you. I want to throw another bunk door in this bunk. Yeah. I know yeah, yeah, I'd love two bunk doors in here. What's wrong with it? No, I want two. I've only got one bunk door. I want uh-huh. one on the right hand side. I want one on the driver's side. Well, why don't we? Why don't we get you, buddy, uh, like a, a, a fifty-inch low-line sleeper and throw on there? No, nah, thanks for asking. <laughs> well, what's wrong with that? <laughs> no, 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 well. Have we got another song, or do you want me to tell you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know, I know you like it low. I'm compromising, right? Yeah, I know you yeah, like it low. Righto, 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 righto. Job's on. I want a 50-inch low line, right? Every day there's a double bed. Like, and I want I want a double bed. I want, I want a full bed in there, right? Why? Because I can. <laughs> okay. All right, and that's my truck, and I own it. But what I want, right, what I want, if I want that, yeah. I want I want the chassis lengthen to match the low-line bunk. It's all got to be in proportion. I don't want a 50-inch jammed in on this chassis. I want it to be in proportion. I want I want a gap in the rail. I want, you know, I want a gap between the tank and the drive. I want, but we have a fascination over here of length. I can't have it. So I don't want it. It's ridiculous. Which is the laws or my what I'm saying? <laughs> so my thirty six inch flow line is in proportion. So that's why it stayed on there. I know. Yeah. If I jam if I jammed a fifty it'd fit, or if I jammed a fifty inch on here, uh it'd be too tight. It'd just push it up and it'd, it'd do my head in. So I'd have to blow the rails back. And open the truck up and pull the drive back and, and push it all to the back, which I've thought about doing that too. It's long enough. I can push everything back to the end of the chassis. Yeah, I have thought about need, flipping it out. You'd need a new drive shaft then. Small part of the problem. Yeah. 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 When you're looking cool and stepped out, no matter what the drive shaft. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's quite amazing, you know. It's quite amazing the different taste things. I mean, you've seen how long some of the chassis get on some of those yank trucks. See, they get oh, away, don't they? Oh, I love it. The chassis yeah. is more the merrier. Yeah, hundred percent. Yep, I'd do it every day of the week. And and everyone thought, you know, if you, we had no restrictions on the truck and you do this, well, you wouldn't. And I couldn't do it because you wouldn't be able to turn and you wouldn't be able to get in and out of places. So you wouldn't do it. So don't think that we would do it. Oh, I yeah. love it. I reckon it looks good. There is a limit. 
to how many inches in a row you can make it look good and bad. But I, I like I like I like showing rails on trucks. I just it's what I like about a truck. So you, you like a little bit I of like, rail. You like a little bit of rail, do you? I, 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 when I get a bit older and a little bit more grumpy, right? I had to rip the bunk off this truck and take the back two tanks off it. <laughs> just to really? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, and then I'm going to bang a big set of stacks straight out the back and then fold it up. Put a set of stacks on it now. Yeah, well, sure, I'll put another well, I put four on. That looks ridiculous. But we'll put them straight out the back and, uh, yeah, we're going and not never sleeping it again. Right. Yeah. I prefer a little bit of cleavage, personally, but you can show as much round as you like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. And I will. <laughs> uh, and I... Well, I was, uh, even, even, I'd even put spiders on the drive on this. Thing. Would you really? Yeah, 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 yeah. 90, 95, alloys on the front, spiders on the drive. Have you seen those, have you seen those big, those, those alloys that they do at Monkey Spunk? You know, the, the new ones yeah. that they've got with the... Yeah, yeah, I'm going to get a couple of, uh, you reckon? Of of them. I reckon yeah. they might look really cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. yeah. We're going to talk to Monkey Spunk in the new year. I've noticed a couple of front steer. Hubs need replacing, which are not monkey spunks, so they will become spunks and monkey. And we're into it, you know. <laughs> have, you seen, have, you, but have you seen? Have you seen all the, the like the little cap bits with the switches and the the yeah? Um, I've got, I've got most of them in here. Yeah, have you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there, so monkey spunk. Well, well, talking to Jamie and that there, they, they, they everybody can bolt track the trailer. Um, things on their truck, right? You can buy them out of the States, right? You can get them a dime a dozen. But Jamie's, there is an actual legal requirement saying what it is. So Jamie's yeah. ones are legally right. Oh, no. Yeah, so you can't really just chuck any old tractor trailer on. It's actually got to be, because it's a brake. So it's got to have, so, so monkey spunks are illegal. Well, there, was, there were people getting written up for that before, weren't they, earlier this year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's right. You know, obviously when they've got nothing else right up. Might find that. So, yeah. That's right. Anyway, some laws, you get uh, these silly little laws, bylaws, or whatever. Hint. Yeah. So we we could do a lot to this nine hundred East Purple one. We'll do nothing to the black one, but we could do a lot to this one. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, oh, here you go. Hey, what's that, Claire? As long as, you, as long as the flames stay. No, I don't know. I mean, I mean, we were having a Yogi and I were having a bit of a chat about the about the flames, you know. And he was talking yeah. about he was talking about doing purple, like to the dash line, to the to the door line. Yeah. And then, like, was it was it cream or white or something above the door line, Yogi? Yeah, sort of. Yeah, purple chassis because we're going to the tank. Pretty cool. Look. It's a pretty cool look. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it'll be cool. Yeah, it'll be cool. Like Berlin PJ, ninety-five mile truck. You can't go through your life being all racing. You've got to get a level of sophistication. So I'm going to give you a new dress. So chances are the flames will go. It's a brand Very though, strong chance that the flames will go. It is a brand, go. though. It is a brand. It is. Yeah, correct. We're rebranding. We've become, you know, somebody. We're rebranding here at HQ. Yeah. We've just had a message here from uh, Dale Williams, who's obviously listening tonight. The Newcastle yep. song. Haven't heard it for years with a few laughy face emojis. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I just actually forward another text too with a little old um, <coughs> intro on it. Yeah. Yeah, I'll see that. Yeah, good that. Yeah. yeah. Crocs, what's it? Creek's Exhaust Centre. Yeah. 
not sure who, the, who, the, who it's come from, but it's uh, from someone from Millicent. Um, it's the uh, it was it was uh, thing at Horsham Speedway where they used to race trucks. Yeah, yeah. Whoever it comes from, seventy-seven year old ex trucky. So yeah, there there's a few of them about old old truckies. Old truckies, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a pearl. There are a few of our old truckies. Three speed auto, eh? That'd be a be a weapon, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, oh, yeah. Flame, flames are gone, Colette. Answer your question. What's that? Flames are gone. Flames you've got to take the flames out. And I've been arguing against the flame because it's a brand. It is a brand. I know. I mean, I, I, it's not even my truck, and I feel very emotional about the flames going, Yogi. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Flame and heck. Yeah, flame and heck, all right. <laughs> all right. Well, you've, you've got that. You've got that one A four sitting on the grass outside your job. Put flames yeah, up it. Flame that. Yeah, yeah. Well, take that flame. That what, what kind of flames are you going to do with that? I'm the real one. We, we get that flame and truck thing all the time. The flame here. and truck, <laughs> <laughs> but not the flames you're thinking of. You might be able to sell a little bit quicker. Uh, hopefully, yeah. Flames, yeah. When it's burning away. Got Amanda texting me pictures of um, walking shores. Is she? Oh, oh, yeah, her mate's walking shore. Um, that they take to hockey. No, this is one that for sale about half an hour from your yeah. place. Yeah, that's it. She said if she wins, <laughs> pa- if she wins Powerball, she'll win it. She'll buy it. Oh, then, right, she can paint and, that flame then. And then she's got, she sent me a picture of an old VK that she used to have that she sold for five hundred dollars, oh, registered yeah. and running. Nothing wrong with it. So, bet yeah, she's kicking correct. herself now. Oh yeah, those. no, well, we've all done it. We've all done it. We've all done it, Amanda. Where's your mini? The mini gold that you traded out of. You know, if we could have whatever we wanted, I'd have an old LTL. Would you? Yeah, Yeah, I would. Yeah, right. No, everyone's everyone's got their favourite truck, right? Yogi's obviously big into the 900s and and, and more power to him. I love them. They're a classic. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you what else is a classic. Uh, the LTL, I'm a sucker for an LTL. I really am. I just love them. I love the shape of them. You know, whenever I was a kid and I was drawing trucks, it was like that sort of a conventional shape. Just, I just love the whole thing. Every time I see one, you know, you just, they just turn your heads. I, 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 I can't stand what some guys are doing to them at the moment. There's a buddy, there's a green one getting around with they've, they've painted all. He's painted all the chrome black, and and it just to me. I mean, if you're listening, mate, I'm sorry, but I hate that thing. (laughs) (laughs) You know? know, I know, I know, I know. But we'll go through this. People will have their opinion. And uh, uh, you're paying the bill. You do what you Well, yeah, that's right. He is paying the bill. He's an owner driver, I think, this guy. And I mean, if he's paying paying the bill, he can have what he likes and not more power to him. But I, I mean, to me, just the combination of the green and the black, and mm. I mean, I understand the black. Um, there, but uh, yeah, there's uh, a lot of things there with trucks and cars, and you know, all this, you know, the hot rod scene and summer nats and all that sort of things. You know, I, I look at these vehicles of the work that have people have put in, and that's what you can admire sometimes more than yeah. what it actually looks like. Um, like I've yeah, seen trucks sure. that look pretty good. But you don't have to look too far to know she's all smoke and mirrors. 
Yeah. Where you can look at some trucks and you think, I, I wouldn't do that, but you look at every nut and bolt. There's not a there's not a weep of oil. There's you know everything's in its place. You yeah. Know? And if you look at some of those trucks, particularly working trucks, they like it all the time. Yeah. Um, you know, you see see people whose right. interiors are just you could eat off the floor every yeah. single day of the week if they're not. I don't know how they do that. I honestly don't know how they do that. Well, I don't know how you do across from the paddy. It's that hard work, you know. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. you've got to be fairly dedicated and run on a road that probably has no dirt. I mean, I don't know how Andrew does it. Yeah. I I. I keep my truck fairly tidy inside, mm. but I mean, I blow the blow the cab out every day and get all the you know the crap out, get everything out of it. But it, it doesn't matter what happens; you end up with footprints on the mat, and, you know. Mm. Yeah. I mean, you know, you get in and get out. I don't know. I mean, what do you do? Do, you, do these blokes get in there and take their boots off and drive in their socks or yeah. what? Yeah. Yep. You know, I mean. I mean, I've, seriously? Oh, I've had times oh. that I never drove a truck with my boots on. Yeah, right. Um, but I don't like... I, I, I absolutely, I, we all know I drive in slippers. That's no secret. That's, yeah. And I have slippers. Star too, that's... No? <laughs> Sorry. You just you slipped that in there quite well. Yeah. Are you having to go up me now, are you? No. Oh, you want to take this outside, my brother, Newcastle song? You want to have a go? You want to have a go? You want to take this outside the back of the panel, man? You want to have a go? You mate? You know, 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 you Mm-hmm. And well, when I leave home, home, right, and I and I do get the mats all done and tie shined and looking good, I'll cross my legs and leave my feet in the one spot for like a day, and then realise yeah. I've got to stretch my legs out because it's bad for you. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then then you put paw prints and put prints somewhere. <laughs> I, I mean, you, you know, you do your best. I do my best, right, to keep the truck yeah. tidy inside. I mean, I don't worry too much about the outside. It gets dirty. It rains, you know. That's what happens. Mm. And you if, keep, you, if the inside feels clean, you feel good. Yeah, yeah I, I, I totally do. I, I totally get it. And, and, you know, you try and do that. But, but you, I don't know, I've looked in, you know, you can go on with a couple of blokes that drive it where I work and you can randomly open the door and you have a look in there and you can eat your lunch off the floor. Mm. And, you, and you think to yourself, how the hell do they do that? Mm. And the mechanics, or the mechanics, you got. No, I think they actually enjoy putting boot prints all over the floor. Oh, so, yeah. oh dear, all staff memo coming out Monday. Yep. All staff. Oh, yeah. I've even, <laughs> I used to go to Kmart or Big Dub or whoever had, you know, like the cheap bath mats. Like, yeah. So you can hop in, and if you if you're in a spot where, you know, you're around a bit of mud or whatever you hop in and you still put your feet on the floor that was all good worst thing is you had to touch the pedals so you hit a bit of mud on the pedals but so once you're finished doing what you're doing you just um break out the new three dollar bath mat yeah that you'd cut meticulously to suit the floor um that sat on top of the floor mat that you already had but you just chuck it out next next stop chuck it in the bin oh, put a new God. one 
Depends how much time you got when you're floating around at places, but it was just. Well, I probably need to soon because there's a bit of time need to go into the firewall <laughs> <laughs> with old cameras. <laughs> well, it's actually not that hard. I mean, you pull the seats out. Yeah. Then take the take the door trims off, like the the floor trims off on the side. Pull pull the mat out. Put your lining down. Put the boards over the top. But you can you can do it in an afternoon. Yeah, it's actually not that out of control. Like it might take it's not a little bit to square it up. And by the time if I put a little pull out under fridge, I like a fridge under the passenger seat. Actually, one of those little fifteen litre fly fridges. You know, that'd be handy. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, and you can have it open and say that the drawer slides towards you. So you just yeah, and sit it on a base. Sit that fridge right on a, on the base. You know, that'd be yeah. if you do it. Well, that'd be handy. I reckon. Yeah, it's not impossible. It's not impossible. Uh-huh. I honestly don't understand why we don't have more custom interiors. Well, you you, you look at the trucks and the way they, they do the interiors in the US and in Europe. Yeah. A lot of guys have custom interiors that are made. Yeah, if you've got a if you've got a fifty inch sleeper on built in like an integrated sleeper on your nine O or the biggest sleepers on the Western Stars, I mean we just go for the you know, for the bunk that you maybe lift up or, or whatever. But a lot of these guys have the bunk that folds down off the back wall. Um, they've got a table that sort of folds down off the bottom of the bunk. You can have you can have the seats. You can have a seat. You can have fridges. You can have overhead lockers. There's absolute bucket loads of things that you can do, and it really doesn't cost you that much to do it. Yeah. And but we never do. We never seem to do it, do we? Length floor. Once we get rid of stupidity around length laws, yeah, we, we the market would open up. So why not, why aren't people thinking about us? You know why are guy, we driving? But there's a guy Jamie I talk to him a phone from time to time. Uh, he does oversized stuff. He's got a nine eight runs east west. You probably you probably met him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's got a shower. Yeah, I know a beautiful purple and water. Very very. Tall. He's got a shower in his bunk. <clears throat> Yeah. He's only a little fellow. I mean, I would never fit in his share in a pink fit, but, you know. <laughs> we did well, see that. Yeah, passenger <laughs> seat out, I think, in that one, isn't he? That, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. So, Wait, yeah. I, I, I pulled the passenger seat out of a 403 so I could have a bit of room because you, you couldn't get between the bloody seats even to get into the bunk. Yeah. Just to annoy the annoy the hell out of me, so I ripped the passenger seat out of it, put it in a plastic bag, and threw it in the workshop. And uh, I had my big angle fridge sitting there with the with the where the uh, seat was, microwave inverter, and all that sort of stuff. I mean, there there are options that you can take. I uh, I don't know how much Amanda knows how much I love her, but I love her because I had to put an armrest on her seat, which makes my room limited between the seats. She wanted an armrest. I put one in there, and I have to suffer the consequences through my little frame yeah, into the bunk. It's true that's, love. That's true love, right? It is true love, right? I mean, yeah, the fact that she owns half it and she paid off half the debt—that's irrelevant, you know. Like the fact that I have to squeeze through this seat with two armrests. 
<laughs> well, you know what you could do, don't you? You know, you, you could go and you could, you could trade the 900 in on a man. <laughs> like a big, big Coronado or something like that. You wouldn't have you trade the Washington. That ain't going to happen, you know. So, yeah. You could buy a 104 and crawl over the fridge. You could do that too. Oh, yeah. Jeez. You know, My goodness. once you anyway, another song there, you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could probably I could go and buy a bath too. We, we, <laughs> we saw that um, truck at the Transport Hall of Fame. Did you have a look at that, Mike, when we were at Alice? No, oh, the, the the slingshot job. Yeah, yeah, the one with the double bed and the yeah. shower and toilet. It was pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, could travel yeah, in that one. Yeah, interesting. Truck. Interesting. You mentioned the slingshot one. There's some interesting bit of a story about all that in the next issue of uh, Truck Alive. Make there a go. It's got its own postcode, doesn't if it? You, uh, Khalid, if you travelled around in that slingshot truck, you'll see a lot of the country. Yeah. It doesn't go very quick. It's a big, big truck. You can see a lot of it. Like it is a big truck. That big orange. It's, it's, yeah. got a, it's got a C1557 million Caterpillar engine in it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Top speed about 82 kilometres an hour or something like that, I think. Paul Christ off the cross plus the disciples. Yeah, right. And then Jerusalem would be going with it. It's insane <laughs> what that thing what would do. Truck, and, and, I mean, this is Saturday, not Sunday. Stop it, boys. <laughs> what a truck. Hey, what hey, a hey, truck, hey, What hey, a hey, truck. Hey, Saturday. It was pretty He's awesome. a big truck. <laughs> yeah. I was pretty big impressed. Did you know? Because size does matter, guys. Size does matter. Know <laughs> your truck and height. Know your truck and height. <laughs> I'll tell you what, there's a truck that does need room. It's that bastard. I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, you might find that doing a dog run out of Brisbane. No, you won't. Well, I'll tell you what, you'd be perfectly hard to hold an ultra quad in the Pilbara. It would. Yeah, and yeah, you wouldn't. You'd waste out there, though. It's wasted. 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 Look at it. It's got a, it's got a, got a GVM of about 5 million tonnes, I think. <laughs> yeah, and all them big, big trucks up there. What makes me laugh? Well, it's like those little, little. Kalari trucks that drag those big trailers out there at, at uh, out um, Sejuna. Yeah. Little tiny six five nine with about forty eight trailers behind them. Yeah, and it's the same up in the Pilbara, isn't it? Like big setup and daycare. Ah uh, no, I, I was working for Campbell's, mate. I had a nine oh nine with a fifty inch integrated sleeper on it. Yeah, I have Dry seen that. No, I have seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just, that, that big trucks. All them, all them ones we're sending over, all them 509, they're all integrated 28 inch on T bucks. They want a huge truck, dry drive, proper dry drive. You like know, that there, were, there were guys up there speaking about keeping the inside of the cabs clean. I, you, know, you share a, a truck with three guys up there if you're working for Campbell's. So you've got you know the the two guys that are working swapping shifts, and you've got the one guy on his on his rotation out on his own time, you know, yeah. and he flies in and you swap around. But I shared a truck with two guys up there and they were absolutely fastidious. They had a, a ta- they used to fold a towel up and sit it on the passenger seat floor mat and when you got in the cab you had to take your boots off and put it on the towel on the floor mat, shake out the driver's seat mat, you had to drive in your socks <laughs> and blow the dirt out of the cab and whatever, and just sit there, and you could drive in your socks, and you wouldn't even get your socks dirty. Pride in your ride. Mm. And they used to keep the they used to keep the curtain shut, so no dust or anything got into the bunk. 
in the bunk. Yeah, I'll do that. Did you have yeah. and, boot, oh, you, you didn't have to. You didn't. You didn't get an opportunity to sleep. I tell you what, when you got held up sometimes with the uh, the wide loads. Mm. Or, or there was the road was closed for whatever reason. It was nice to have somewhere to lie down. You didn't need it yeah. all the time. Yeah. But it was nice to have somewhere to lie down, you know? Pure resale value up there, Craig. Yeah. You know, like a big bunk in a truck. You never know where it's going to go after that job. Oh, well, it's good to see companies that still do it instead of believing that no one ever needs it. No, 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 Campbell's do it, mate. They, they, I mean, they, have, they had a few day cabs up there. Mm. Yeah, Campbell's um, do it well. But, but, well. but all the Campbell gear was all David. All David's gears, all you know, really big, heavy gear, wasn't it? Right. Yeah, look yeah, at yeah, you yeah. Go to a one truck, one truck, one driver rotation out of Essendon carrying carton lithium. Yeah, yeah, it can come out of the Pilbara, it can go down there, it can you know, it can be the south, it can be the north, it can be anywhere. So well, I, pretty... I actually did a, I actually did a, a couple of weeks down at Esperance while I was over there carting count, that lithium. Yeah, extremely renewable. Well, the amount of trucks that run up and down that road are fantastic yeah. when I want to make me electric with it. It's great. So, yeah, we, we, I mean, I went down there to help out and uh, I drove DCT10, which was a 9.8. DCT10. And uh, that had Sounds a, like a uh, British comedy, doesn't it? Like copy DCT10. Yeah, copy. And uh, you know, up and down out of uh, up and down out of Esperance to the lithium mine, and you know it was quite good. Sixty five, I drove up in the Pilbara. I drove sixty seven for a while. Yeah. Sixty five was the one I got issued. Yeah, and uh, no, it was a great time. That, I enjoyed. I enjoyed. Is that your age? Was yeah. Mm. Yeah, no, not quite. Not quite. I think he's up to about ninety something now. Yeah, I, I would have thought he cracked hundred, but yeah, anyway. So. Oh, so I, I'm not sure. But the last one I saw was eighty nine. I think was the last yeah. one I saw. And then yeah, so, like, you see him down on the farm down there at Sarah Monk up where he started. Couple of tippers running around on the farm down there. It's great. So yeah, I've seen Davy in the in the Jerry pub there one night. We just sort of wandered in there. I was having a couple of studies over there. So, yeah. You know, when I when I met him, I went to I went into the head office in Perth. And we were there for our orientation day before we flew out up to Port Edland. And he came in and he, he had a chat to us. There were four of us who were there for our, our uh, initial orientation. And he handed us all a business card with his own personal number on it and said, if you've got any issues, give me a ring. How many, how many CEOs of big companies like that give you their personal mobile phone number and say, if you've got any issues, give me a ring? Yeah, really. yeah, pretty good, pretty good world to work for. Have you ever thinking about going over in the Pilbara and you want to drive quad? So we'll hook it up. Yeah, well, the other part about it was that they, they, they train you as well. I mean, they made a point, like I said, that I'd only ever swung a triple before I went over there to work for them. And I knew nothing about side tippers, absolutely nothing. Yeah. And I, you know, I told them all that in the interview. And we were having a bit of a chat and Lockie, uh, the HR guy who I talked to, he and they basically said, "Well, you know, we'll we'll show you." So they they put me on a, a double set of side tippers, and I carted road base and all that sort of stuff for the first three or four weeks, and did that. And then I did my uh, orientation under the quads. But they were really, really good about it. They, there was no pressure. In fact, they want people to relax and take their time. Yeah, so. feel comfortable, know the job. 
It's it's a good yeah. thing when they when they do actually train like that. There's there's a few companies around that do it that make sure that you're absolutely competent in what you do before they um, let let you go on your own. Well, they make sure that you're comfortable. Yeah, and you not know? only look, they don't, just don't go on the fact that you might have a, a ticket to prove, like to say that you can do it. They they yeah. actually in house make sure you can do the job. It's yeah, it's cool. Well, you had to be signed off. You had to be you had to be signed off uh, with what they call VOC, which is vehicle operator competence. Yeah. So you go. You've got to do your inductions for the port. You've got to do your inductions for the mine. It takes about two or three days just to do all the inductions that you need to do. It's a you know it's a bit painful, but you've got to go and work your way through it. And then of course you've got to do your your WA heavy vehicle medical. You've got to do your WA fatigue management medical. I like your, your training that they do online, Yogi. You know what I'm talking about there? Yeah, there's a lot uh, in it. There's, there's a bit in training. it. takes you a couple of days to get ready. And um, fly you up there. They, I mean, they looked after us pretty well. Um, I will say that for me personally, when I got into Port Hedland the first time, I didn't have a bloody clue what was going on. Not a clue. Mm. Port Evan. Port, Port Evan. 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 Port Evan. Mm. What they call mm. it up there? So yeah. I'll tell you what. And of course, my first trip to the uh, the supermarket or the shopping centre at South Headland, that was a bit of an eye opener. Yeah, correct. Uh, anyway, it's a massive eye opener when you go into there. And uh, we ended up in a house. We ended up in a house in South Headland, which was that was also an eye opener. Would have been too. Yeah. Um, yeah. But look, at the end of the day, you make half decent money. It's not. It's not fantastic. Not when you compare it to some other things that you can get. But having said that, it's good money and the work's steady. They pay you. It's not that hard. When, um, well, I think what you were listening, we were talking about before there, Mike, is when you say you get parked up for oversize. So some yeah. of the biggest oversize, oh, 13 metre wide stuff comes up yeah. out of the port up there. So Mate, a lot of I, times they shut the road completely. Yeah, I've seen the oversize get it out. Yeah. yeah. I've seen some massive loads up there. What are they called? How do you pronounce it? Mammoth? 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 Mammoth. 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 I'll tell you what, they they cart some massive loads. You know what I used to enjoy about that, Yogi? Yeah, they had the donut truck, and yeah, it would, it would go along to where all the boys were parked up, and they'd bring yeah, you coffee. Yeah, very smart man, isn't it? Yeah, when you're sitting there waiting for an oversize air or two to come out of here, coffee and donuts. Yeah, coffee and donuts, and work your way down the lineup. Oh man, yeah. I tell you what, I've seen some big queues at Utah for those oversized loads, man. Yeah, I can't, oh, I really? can't fathom thirteen meters wide. Huge. Yeah, like that's your trailer sideways going down the road. Yeah, when yeah. they were building, when they were building Nine Bridge, um, yeah, that's some of the stuff that they took into there, absolutely just massive, massive yeah. stuff coming on the wharf and get it out. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, just massive. I took, I lost count of how many hundreds of tons of bloody um, blue metal road base and all that sort of stuff I carved into there. It was just yeah. incredible. Just incredible mm. the amount of stuff you had in there, and uh, it, and go what some of the scenery, some of the some of the uh, sunrises and sunsets, absolutely spectacular. It's a it's a wild part of the world to, to work. From yeah, every time, forty five degrees all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it gets under forty, you think it's a bit cooler. Yeah, my record, my record tire changes for the day six. I did six tires in one day. <laughs> yeah. 
Do you have I, to do uh, yourself? Yeah, buddy oath. Yeah, right, that keep the fitness levels up. Yeah, no, I had a uh, I bought myself a um one of those Milwaukee three quarter inch electric buddy Rattle battle guns. guns. Yeah. It's the best nine hundred dollars you'll ever spend. Yeah, uh, and two yeah. batteries. Um, I flattened, I flattened me two batteries there that day. And you know what else was good, Yogi? The blokes would pull up and they'd give you a hand. Yeah, because they know they know what's going on up there. They understand it, you know. So I, 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 uh, I don't know. I ran over something on the road and I blew three tyres on the first dolly um, on the outside. And um, I don't know what I ran over, but I obviously ran over something. There was bloody rubber and shit going everywhere. And I pulled up in the Chitty's parking bay there. Yeah. And, and of course, you only carry two spares. Yeah. So you get on to operations at Port Hedland and say, Listen, I need another spare. And they would just, because you had the MT data, so they would get a message to someone to, to drop you in a spare. And, you know, before we knew what was going on, we had four Campbell's road trains sitting side by side the Chitty's parking bay. We changed three tyres and got get back up, got going again in about twenty minutes. Yep, yep, yep. Just yep. unreal. The blokes piled out with their rattle guns and tyres, and it was like yep. an F, it was like a Formula One pit crew. You don't yep. you, you don't see it on the east coast anymore. No, you don't. No, no it was all yeah. being lost, and I think the west is still good for that. And even down home, we all sort of do it. You know, like mm. one of one of um, grain cart a mate of mine blew a valve and. You know, one of his trucks on the fence road, and yeah. we pulled up, and he pulled up, and then a couple of other, couple of other trucks pulled up, and all of a sudden we're all pulling toolboxes out and bales out and drain plugs and cross those what, and someone had it, and someone did it, and someone took a photo of that, and six trucks parked up, and then all of a sudden we all just wait, it was all done, all fixed, all sorted. That's right. On, on your way, you know. So, yep. Yeah. And that, look, that was the, that was the thing I I probably enjoyed that the most, the like the level of. I suppose camaraderie. The other part about it was that everyone's got numbers on their trucks, yeah. on the front and on the back, and so the communication level between the drivers, and everyone had their UHFs on all the time. There was none of this "but but ding ding" bullshit. Yeah. You know, um, it was it was professional. You know, blokes talking to each other. Um, well, the room for error is too big. If you don't call, mm. you know, and I, and I know there's rules and no no quads are allowed to pass other quads and you're only allowed to do yeah. 80 and stuff like that, which is a grey area, you know. But there 90, is we're, we're allowed to do 90, mate. Yeah, right. Well, there is general carries that it obviously can go around quads and if you sort of know yep. you're calling DC-10, you know, you know you're listening and um, yeah, it, is, it, is, it is a good... Sort of thing up there. But the other part about I don't it, want to know, do it. <laughs> particularly no. go up there. Well, I mean, it's, uh, they talk about they talk about oh, there's no rules over there. It's the wild west, and it's oh, crazy. Yeah, I know. tell you what, mate, there's more rules. Carting, driving those quads up and down from the mines and everything, and up around in Port Edland and everything. There's more rules around that than there is on anyone on the east coast, mate. It's an eye opener. So, but the rules, there might not be more rules, but they're smart rules. Well, yeah, they are. It's different. Proper. Yeah, it's different. It's different. You know, it's like different. it's not as if you've got to have two flashing lights to go to the west gate because that's a dumb rule. <laughs> and having mirror uh, extensions in SA, that's another dumb rule. I was only saying that the other day. day. Oh, man, the other oh day. man, oh, man. What a dumb rule. 
Like, there's just a level of dumbness in certain mirror extensions. So that you, is level just, number one dumb. So yours just a couple of broom handles, are they, Yogi, or...? Yeah, it doesn't. There's no. There's no ADR standard for it, Craig. So you at all. You can do whatever you want. You can. You can. You can go down to Bunnings and get the cheapest broom handle you can find. Cable so, tied to your mirror. Stick stick a mirror on the edge of it. As long as you're going down the road with it, oh. all good in the hood. So it doesn't actually have to work. Just, <laughs> as long it's, as it's there. As long as it's there. They don't even line them up. No, I'll Well, I'm going back over, so I probably won't put them on, but if someone pulls me over, I'll stick it out sideways and go, oh, yeah, grouse man, I can see the paddock. Awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it it'd means be, nothing. It'd be great when you had a stock crate or something go the other way. Oh, just blow it off. Yeah, or, or, or which, it, you know, ironically enough, it's called the Nullarbor. It's the land of the wind. It's when they make wind. Yeah. So when you've got a mirror extension that's on the side of a three and a half metre load, so you've got your mirror extension down half a metre, what do you reckon they're going to do? I'm going to say shake. Mm. <laughs> like you can't see them anyway. They do nothing. So what, what absolutely got to be? It's easy to wind him up, isn't it, Greg? <laughs> oh, look, so it's like, what is it? Yeah, you go over three and a half or? No, you've got to be able to see the edge of the load. So if you're three metres, you've got to have them. At three metres. Wow. Because, yeah. I mean, I've done a few loads there, so, and I must say I've never put mirror extensions on. Oh, you're a criminal, Craig. I know. Criminal. I know. And, and, like, can you see the back corner of a fridge pan? No. So why, why it's a blind spot, you know? So why do we have to have mirror extensions to see the edge of an oversized load? Doesn't make any sense. Yeah. If you're supposed to see around the load... Well, you'll never, and, and SA doesn't need a pilot of four metres, so you've got to have a mirror extension that can go four metres wide. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That so doesn't make any sense. So I'm not sure all. anymore what the rulings are with caravans, but you are supposed to have extensions, which is not a bad thing, but the a, a rear camera is actually better for you than a mirror extension. Yeah, you're supposed to see down the yeah. side of the caravan. That's what the deal is as well, I think. That, yeah. You know, so obviously someone in the SA government, you know, is against caravans and they decided to bring it in and thought, if we work some caravans, you know what, there, we should bring it in for trucks oversight. Yeah, look at us go. Yeah. So, yeah, way to go. So if you're five metres, you got to have something sticking out that far. No, so you, then you need a pilot, so it doesn't matter. Oh. Yeah, so if you don't have it, you're supposed to have a pilot at the rear of your vehicle, which is a whole nother, up to four metres wide, you need the pilot at the rear of the load in SA. So, right. in the state right. with the widest roads and so much Yeah, yeah. and the pilot, what, so what does the pilot do down the back road? Nothing. Oh, you sit there because... Well, he closes the back door for you. No, there's no pilot in front of you. <laughs> The pilot is actually at the rear of the load. Not at the front. We don't do it. We just run the pilot out in front, find me, ground me. I don't really care. I'm not having my pilot sit at the back of the load and try and call oncoming traffic. It doesn't make any sense. Is this another case of someone's made up the rules that sits in an office with a clipboard and a pen and has never really done the job? No, it's just South Australia. (laughs) You may well be right, Colette. That may well be... 
Well, you did, you'd want to say that out loud. You're allowed to say that out loud because you're... You know, I'm going to do oversight through the South Australian a couple of days. I'm going to be grounded for sure. Yeah, well, I've got a camera on the back of my trailer and that's irrelevant. That means nothing over there. You just put a target all. on your own back, Yogi. I know, big purple, no flame, 900, choppy. <laughs> <laughs> While we bait the flames out, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's funny, isn't it? this whole thing with the oversize and everything. Like, I've, I've got a friend who was once done for actually having flags and flashing lights up on a comb trailer. And he wasn't... Yeah, you don't need it. But yep. he wasn't oversized, yep. but he put him up here. Yeah, he weren't oversized. Yeah, you don't need a flashing light because you're towed out, eh? In the same journey, got a fine for not having flags and flashing light on it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so. yeah I know. It's, it, it, and then people put their flashing light in West Australia on under three and a half, under 3.1. Yeah. You don't need it. You don't need a flashing light up to 3.1 in Western Australia. Right. So you, you're, you know that they've not read their permit or they haven't got a permit. Mm. Yeah. So it's an easy target for anyone to get knocked off because you just see a flash of light coming down the road and you're only sticking out a couple of inches where you know you you can just get knocked off and they will knock you off. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've got, I've got the road. Oh, you well. Everything. <laughs> if you're out an inch, everything's got to be on. Oh, yeah. well, I've got a, I've got a rotating, I've got rotating lights on the roof of mine. Yeah. And uh, obviously, I don't do oversized stuff. We have the rotating lights for if you go into the mines or anything like that. Some of the mines require to have an orange flashing light if you go inside on the mines. Mm. And obviously, I'm not doing that at home, besides the point. But um, the other day, I turned the disco lights on on the roof uh, during the day by accident. I didn't realise they were on. Mm. And uh, I was on the phone, so I turned the UHF down, so I'd done. I don't know how far I've gone, but the disc got locked out on the roof. Can't let you. Can't see them. No. Uh, Is there nothing inside that alerts you to them being on? No. Inside the no. The switches, the switches on, the switches in the other position. Mm. The switch should be a little light in the switch. Well, it's got a little light and a little light in the switch, but it's daylight, Yogi. I'm not looking at the lights in the switch. For God's sake. It's like people drive around with their high beams on during the day and they're looking down on their dash to see the little blue light on your dash. Yeah, well, sometimes the blue light. If you're in a Kenworth, but if you've got any dash lights that actually work in your Kenworth, you'll be lucky. I have all dash lights. They always work if you always replace the globes. Yeah. Well, it's not so much about the globes. I mean, I've had those idiot-like clusters on the Kenworth, the whole thing. None, none of it works. Yeah. I, I must admit, the Horton fan, if you, sometimes you've got to slap the dash. Only sometimes it's got to be fondied, but it will work most of <laughs> the time. You've got to fondy the dash. You've got to fondy the dash. You can wind the, the Hortons on. Why is it? Oh, yeah, whack. Oh, that's your <laughs> <laughs> or give it a little, just give it a little flick on the panel. Ah, there you are. I see you. You got a you got a Fonzie the dash. I'm not heard that. That that must be. That's a technical 900 term, is it, Fonzie? Yeah, because there's a couple of times you got a Fonzie the dash. Fonzie <laughs> maybe the headlight. Got to give it a little whack, a little touch up, and she's on. Mandy will call me up. You missed an headlight. Hang on, pull up, whack whack. Job's on. We're away. Let's go. <laughs> Yeah. Do you get a new song when you do it? Oh, yeah, you always get a new song out of the jukebox. Yeah, yeah. it's called Hassle Free Truck. Slap, <laughs> slap it on the side. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, they'd be the uh, eh? Uh, <laughs> uh, right, I might like get into a bit after free trucking because I've got to go across to the north side of Brisbane. Right, eh? Yeah. I might wander across town, give myself a couple of hours so I can have my mandatory seven-hour continuous break, you yeah. know? Yeah, don't forget to do that because that's trouble if you don't do that. Yeah, with a capital T. But anyway, another Wednesday topic. Well, Yogi, you were after a song there earlier. Oh, I was after a song. I heard the hives the other day and I thought, do you know what? Nick Nick would enjoy this. So the hives, tick, tick, boom. Righto, we'll go with that. Bit of tick, tick, boom and we'll be right back. And Yogi, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Yeah, cool, cool. We'll catch up with you all. Have a good new year, everybody. And uh, if you can't be good, do something else. Right. Be spectacular. <laughs> right. Oh, I can't say that. Yeah, that show's off here. No, stop it. Right. Stop it. <laughs> Sorry. Right. See you, mate. See you, mate. All right. Toy Green.
There you go, everybody. Bit of tick, tick, boom by the hives. Welcome back, Mike. Well, hey, welcome back. We're on our own. Yogi's bailed. He's gone off to do some trucking. He says he's um, heading up to the north side of Brizzy there. And um, a little bit. I'll be heading up that way tomorrow, not to the other side of Brizzy, but um, yeah, we'll go and, go and catch up there tomorrow. A bit of uh, yeah. New Year's Eve stuff going be fun. Anyway, we've still got Colette in. For a little bit. For a little bit. For a little bit. Yeah, it's, it is past nine o'clock, so she's probably ready to go to well, bed. Well, it is past her bedtime. It is yeah. way past my bedtime, Mike. Yeah. I yeah, uh, I'm, I'm a little bit, little bit surprised that you're still with us, Colette. Actually. Yeah, I'm. I'm sitting here thinking I might head up and have a shower and hop yep. into bed. And have you? Is you? Are you you're not doing your Energizer Bunny act today? No, no Energizer Bunny act today. <laughs> it's more of a um, so you get, t- tortoise, tortoise in the hair so, kind of race. <laughs> so, so you're going to let uh, you're going to let the tech guy out unsupervised tomorrow to go and visit with Bear Journey and Kendall, are you? Yes, yes. Me and the dog will so, sit here and anything could happen. I know, process, I know. Process news Eve on their own. <laughs> anything, anything could happen. I, I. I I, I actually admire your confidence that there won't be any trouble. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they'll be right until, uh, well, I don't know, until the honey whiskey comes out anyway, Mike. She's hiding. Oh, oh dear, I've dear, got dear, no honey whiskey left because the dog drank it all. The dog drank it all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, yeah well, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what, my bottle of shivers has suffered a little bit this evening, let me tell you. Is that well, all right, I've got... I've got another one. Is that why you've become a little more chirpy? I'm a little bit... I'm always chirpy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, what, what except for when, I, in your except when I'm not. Except for when I'm not. When's that, Mike? Oh, look, hardly ever. Which occasion that is, isn't it? <laughs> oh, dear, dear. I'll tell you what, there's... I, well, what are we going to do now, though? We've got we've got like sort of an hour to go. What's the plan? Oh, well, have, you got, have you got a plan? No, no, because that'd be stupid. <laughs> you want to go into a radio show, three-hour radio show with a plan? Well, we we normally do, but it's like it's like any battle plan. It's like it, it loses all its relevance once you come into contact with the enemy. It's yeah, sort of it does, got, yeah. It no, goes up in flames. I I. I'd have to just I just do want to talk about one little thing and it's it's more of a public awareness announcement. Is it a, is this a Wednesday go. thing or a Saturday no, thing? No, no, it's a Saturday thing. Is um, that you sure? Just about anyone travelling at the moment. That oh, yep. Douglas Shire. Um, so Port Douglas, all that area up there, mm. they do actually have a water crisis at the moment, even though they've had a flood. Um, their fresh water is is not working very well. So right. if you are out there travelling, um, you you probably should make sure you've got enough of your own water with you um, before you go there um, so you don't yeah put any more pressure on, on their water system or if you're going to go there, make sure you take a bit extra with you to give to some people up there. Um, I know. That that's a bit. That's my public service announcement for right now. Is it? Yeah. So. PSA. Mm. But anyway, yeah, no, I don't. I don't think I have much else here tonight. So you can just talk about as much crap as you like now. 
Can I? Yeah. So. <laughs> no, I don't like the way you framed that, you know. Free reign, Mike. Oh, Free reign. <laughs> I, don't, well, I don't like the way he's framed it, though, Blondie. Sure. I really don't. Should I? I think he's referring to you going to, to your news.com. Well, we could do that. There's well, plenty of stuff on news.com. You didn't go and talk about your normal crap. Normal crap. Said crap. Well, I, don't know. I don't know. I don't know how your news.com is going to go. You, you try to go well, through Facebook and stuff and try to find find some. Uh, well, there's bugger all actually. News.com. I mean, we're in the we're in that we're in that period between Christmas and New Year, mate. No one even knows what day of the week it is. No. Let alone anything else. It's usually all just about, flashbacks, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it sort of just, yeah, it's sort of it's sort of one. One thing sort of flows in the next. I was talking to Paul uh, Paul before about doing the news. We're going to do the news for the podcast for Monday. Yeah. And there's nothing. No. There's absolutely nothing um, that's just like after Christmas. Yeah. It, it's like nothing's happened. It's like the week that disappears. Yeah. And I think, and, you know, apart from yeah. really essential services... Perhaps the best thing to do is to sh- to everyone to shut down for the whole week. Well, it's been re- it's been fairly relaxing, actually. Yeah. I mean, I've I've been driving up and down. I drove up and down between um, Sydney and Melbourne, and back to Sydney over the last couple of days, and not a lot of news on. I've sort of listened to the news on the podcast because we have the news. I'm sorry, on the radio station because we have the news every hour. Yeah. And listen to the news. Listen to a few podcasts. I've had a few conversations on the phone with different people, you know. Um, it, it really is quite a weird time of the year. Yeah. We've had a little bit of, bit of stuff going on. I mean, just confidentially, we've had a bit of stuff going on. We were an approach from one of the companies that are doing a TV thing about us maybe getting involved with one of the TV things on Channel 7. Yeah. Um, that was interesting. And we you know we might do that, and, and and of course there was there's a bit of other stuff going on as well with things that um, people have been putting to us. There's the, 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 the Facebook competition for the rig of the month or whatever. What was that one, Greg? We were talking about. We were getting involved there. Oh, rig of the year, was, wasn't it? Was rig of the rig of the year? Was it rig of the year? Which has been put up by Truck Passion Australia, I think it is. That's right. Um, Truck Passion. So that's that's something that takes into account for like just so many different photographers private posts um whatever it's just something that that someone's putting together that brings all that into one spot so they're doing a rig of the year competition that we've been talking to them about and we'll probably have a little prize pack to go in that and i think oh i'm just i was just trying to find on facebook here but it's um I think she's doing a, you, you put your photos forward each month and the one that gets yep. the most likes becomes the rig of the month. And yep. at the end of the year, each of the rig of the months goes into the competition to go for rig of the year. Yeah. So it's just goes yep. on likes, how many people like your picture that you put yeah. in your comments. So it's Trump yeah. Passion from memory. So that's, you know, and it's pictures from anybody. Um, and that's it, just something that we, we support. Um, it's not trucking life, but it is something that we do support and we do have a prize pack uh, available for the winner. At the end of the year, so well, that's starting now. Like, yeah, so that's, January. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. 
I put my photo in there in my truck, you know, with my flashing bloody stainless trailers, and I don't think I've even got one like on it. Well, it hasn't started yet, Mike. The comp doesn't start till next month. Doesn't it? No, that was just a that was just a promo for people to get revved up. You'll have to keep it out. You know how much drama I have reading English. So. <laughs> Did you say reading or speaking? Well, that too depends on how many whiskies I've had, mate. I mean, by the by, by about when I was a young bloke, by about three o'clock on a Sunday morning, I was speaking in Braille. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Speaking in Braille. Is that is that every <laughs> week? No, well, I, I haven't done it for a while. Mm. But uh, as a young bloke, I used to uh, I used to sort of entertain myself fairly. Fairly well, and, and of course, uh, I often I often um, got to the point where you know driving was not an option. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, wasn't an option, or, or shouldn't have been. Yeah, no, 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 it wasn't an option. Mm-hmm. I might, you know, I've, I've actually fallen asleep on the front lawn. Yeah, it has happened. Not right now. No, not right now. Back in the day. Yeah. Yeah, no, I've had a few instances on the way home that, you know, has been challenging. I've had to peel him off a, in the middle of a road once, New Year's. Have you? Yeah. Have you? <laughs> that was quite amusing, actually. <laughs> uh, and, of course, of course, um, you know, there, there have been circumstances when I did the normal routine, do you know who you're picking? And the other bloke going, no, nah, do you know who you're picking? <laughs> and, of course, that's not ended well sometimes, but um, mm. certainly not the humorous humorous in there. Yeah. Hey, um, let's let's get on to some stuff that is really funny, right? Right, okay. Prince Andrew and Fergie. Oh, jeez, I don't even know who they are. They are? No. Is that Megan Markle's <laughs> sister or something? No, no, Fergie. <laughs> yeah. No, nah, just taking, you, you, taking a piece you idiot. She 64 she is now, and they actually live in the same castle together still. You know that? I didn't know that. So, well, I do know both, not personally. I don't know personally. So there's been a fair bit of controversy around one of them. I know there has. And the other. I I don't want to go. I don't want to go. I don't want to go into that. Whether he has or he hasn't. I mean, looks like he's been a little bit dodgy to me, but that's just my opinion. I gather that castle's pretty big then. Probably is. They've been divorced since 1996. Yeah, right. Well, it doesn't. You know how as you get older, these things seem as though they were happening yesterday. Yeah. Right? But they were back like twenty years ago. Yeah, nineteen ninety-six. I thought she'd remarried. No, God no. She loves Andrew, mate. She's loved him to death ever since, like all the time. Yeah. Right. Wasn't that her? Uh, their daughters are uh, Princess Beatrice and Princess Eugenie and all that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, and I only know that because I'm reading off the story. I couldn't, I couldn't tell you really. But they reckon they're going to get married again. They're going to get remarried. No way. Yeah, no, yes way, yes way. Shows um how powerful money is, eh? Well, she reckons she's always been very fond of him. She's yeah. been very close to the king, and she's fond of him. Right. She's grown increasing, increasingly closer to the queen. I believe she's talking about Camilla there. So that's uh, the thing that's actually got me. So, you know, go back to the Queen's days when we actually had a Queen. Yes. Her husband was never referred to as the King. No, he was always Prince Philip. 
So how do you when you're the now the king? Yeah. How do how does your wife then become the queen? Well, because she is. It's just a thing. So if he dies, does she become yep. the queen, or does it? No, she doesn't. Straight on to. No, 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 no. no. It's just not the. Not no, the, the next. One. Yeah, the uh, what's his name? William. Willie. Um, William. Willie. Oh, little Willie yeah. becomes the king then. And yeah. Um, yeah. What an anti like it. I wouldn't say anti-climax, not quite the right word. So imagine that. One of the, the biggest achievements you'll have in your life only happens yep. when your parent dies. Yeah. It's, and I can't swear now, but that's really a mucked up situation. You wonder about, I mean, what, you wonder why they maintain the royalty. Um, I mean, they don't, there's a whole, look, whatever your opinion is and about whether Australia should be a republic. I'm leaning more towards Australia being a republic now than I ever have before. Um, it doesn't change anything, though, really, does it? No. But if we if we left the Commonwealth and became a republic, what would change? The letterheads, maybe. Oh, well, and we, the fact we, we voted ever, ever, years ago, and I don't know how rigged that was, but apparently we voted said no. not to be out of it. But can't remember who who was in power trying to bring that one at the top. That was uh, that was Malcolm Turnbull, the ghost who walks, was in charge. Then yeah. I, I think it, no, 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 no. Hang on, no. Turnbull wasn't in charge. He was in, he was one of the the ring leaders of the the thing. Sorry, mm. he wasn't in charge. He wasn't he wasn't the prime minister. Then it was way way before then. Yeah, I just, and of course you only got to look beyond who's behind the Republican thing now. The uh, pirate Pete, Lisa Wilkinson's uh, <laughs> husband. He's he's the one that's sort of in charge of it all now. I think in charge of the Republican movement. Oh, Lisa Wilkinson, the one that's no Lisa, Lisa Wilkinson's husband, yeah. not Lisa Wilkinson. Yeah, but she's the one that's been on television a little bit. Yeah, she's the one that went through with all the Britney thing and got the award for telling all those stories, tall stories. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. You you would nearly think that we're close to going through this whole republic thing again. Well, yes, I think we are. But I mean, I lean more towards it now because I don't like Charles as king. Yeah, I don't like unelected officials. That's probably. Well, no, we've got a few of those, mate. You've only got to look at the bloody Prime Minister's office to see that we've got unelected officials that run the bloody country. But it's a, it's a hierarchy, and you look at, um, you know, how, I, I don't really understand how it works, and probably because I don't want to. Well, the Royals don't run don't, the country. Because I don't believe in it. Well, what the do Royals, they do? The Royals don't run but what Well, they're figureheads. They're figureheads. For what? Well, I trust those. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but it's an interesting one, and um, yeah, so I don't get into it because I don't understand anyway, it. I, anyway, well, the only reason it becomes interesting is because Fergie reckons that she's you know, they, they, everyone's saying that Fergie and and, and um, Andrew, or whatever his name is, are going to be remarried. Wow. That's the, well, all I can say is that obviously there's some clouded judgment there. Well, who knows, mate. Now, the next interesting thing, the University of Wisconsin, Wisconsin is an American. University of Wisconsin Chancellor 
Uh, he paid a porn star thousands of dollars to speak to students on campus. He's been stood down after it's been revealed. He made adult content with his wife and posted it online. And he got someone yeah. to say that in front of his students? No, no, he's been stood down because he got porn star, a porn star to, to talk to the students. Now, Dr. Gow, across second longest serving chancellor, has appeared in various online porn videos with his wife, Carmen, calling themselves a happy, sexy couple. Um, uh, you know, they, they found him out and he's been stood down. He's been, been fired for posting his personal videos on the internet. Yeah, well, I yeah, don't know about that one. Um, yeah. where, where, what do they? Why do they need to do that? Well, I don't know. Why does anyone need to do it? But I, at the end of the day, what's what's you, what's you post on the internet got to do with whatever his job is? Well, yeah. it, I suppose it depends on where your students are and what you do, but. Yeah. It's a university, though. You're an adult by the time you go to university. Where are you supposed to be? I mean, Google www.pornhub and see what happens. Oh, I've never done that. Well, I don't know. But what I'm, all I'm, what I'm, the point that I'm trying to make is that he's not the only person in the world that's doing this sort of stuff. Mm. How come? I mean, we all carried on about how... Um, uh, Donald Trump said he grabbed a woman on the pussy or something, right? Yeah. Um, in the, the locker room banter and filth that goes on. Now, I'm not saying I agree with that. Um, but having said that, what difference does it make to someone's ability? I'm not talking about Trump here when I say this. I'm talking about any politician. What difference does it make of their ability? I mean, they can screw the country up. It doesn't matter what they do in the bedroom. Does it? Well... Does it matter? I think sometimes there's just a level of integrity that they can't hold. So I think in an, in an instance a certain way someone talks yeah. um, may actually impact people to believe that they are a decent person. And and I think in, a, in an office as being a Prime Minister or uh, President or in Royal Family, mm. you, you look at and a story like um, Prince Andrew, why is, wow. why, is, why, why is there even a story about it? The, even the press should learn how to bury something. Like, it's a, it's a thing. Well, I reckon they, they do bury stuff. They bury stuff all the time. Yeah. But it, <clears throat> they have a dirt pile. You can't tell me that the politicians don't have a dirt pile. And as soon as you want to vote, in a way that doesn't suit the narrative, then the dirt pile comes out and says, hey, mate, look, if you don't vote the way we want you to vote, we'll tell everyone yeah. that you've been prone to having beers at 3 o'clock in the morning. Oh, and by the way, little Mary Rottencrotch, and you had a little bit of a, you know, a, a bit of a thing there for a while, and you humiliate them in that way. I'm convinced that that happens. Well, it's, Absolutely convinced of it. But that's been a thing for, for many years where... You know, political things have changed, not because of good policy or anything, but who, who may fear someone else? So mm. yeah. I don't know. Anyway, it just it strikes me as odd, and, and, it, and I sort of picked the like that story's there on on news dot com. Everyone's disgusted, and he's been fired for filming online porn. Well, okay. Uh, 
Did it affect what he was doing as his job? I don't know. Don't know. Maybe it did. I mean, let's put it this way. Ask yourself this question. If I decided that I was going to post some online porn, me personally, not that I would, I, no, not that I would, but if, but if I decided I was going to do that, would you expect I'd get fired for it? Um, I'd firstly expect that you didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but I mean, the point, I, the point is, the point is that there seems as though there's a, there's a whole lot of different standards. You talk about, you know, uh, Football players, NRL players, AFL players, you know, soccer players, etc. They go and they do these outrageous things, and the girls chase them because they're all interested in these guys. Girls, let me tell you, at two o'clock in the morning, they're not inviting you back to their room for Milo. Okay. So Milo's lying on the ground here. Be careful what you say. Man. He might eh? hear us. They're not inviting you. They're not inviting you home for hot chocolate. <laughs> Um, you, you know, and, and these and these guys get held to a certain standard, and they call them, you know, icons and heroes and 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 all that sort of thing. And you know, you're you're a role model. They, what other bullshit? They're, they're human beings. They do the wrong thing sometimes. Some of the stuff that I've seen done and been involved in as a young bloke, got proud of it. Did some pretty wild things as a young bloke. If it ever got now, I'm happy that I lived in a world where there were no mobile telephones and no internet because some of the stuff that I did ever ended up on Facebook, you know, wow. um, might, have, might have caused mum and dad to be a little bit upset. That's all I can say. I think, now, you know. I think that's, that goes for a lot of us these days. Uh, I think it does. But what, what a lot of people don't understand these days is that they are actually on camera everywhere you go. They're, oh, yeah. You, the chances of you doing something and not being caught on camera is is probably um, less than what it was of us being caught on camera when there were no cameras. Like yeah, these days, these you're just there's someone just sitting there waiting to capture you, and I don't. I think because it's now become that desensitised that people are always on film that they don't even know or care anymore. But Nah. It's like every everything we do these days is nearly a, a dossier on your on what you're doing wrong. And if you expect that you can get through your life these days without being held to account somewhere, you know, sadly, and I will say sadly, you're wrong because I, I don't. It shouldn't happen. Like, you know, I could be standing out in my front veranda waving my fist at somebody because they're doing a burn it at the front of the house, and yeah. the chances are. Well, like you were the other day, we were on the phone. We were on the phone together and we ran out the front of the house. The dog was barking. We were going crazy because there's someone doing a burn out here. Now, the, the chances are the way social media treats everybody these days, I would be the one that ended up on the news for waving mm. my fist at some poor kid who came from a broken home and all he does, all he knows how to do is do burnouts to, to get through life. And I'm, yeah. I'd be the monster because I dobbed him into the police. That's right. That's, it's all your fault. That's how social media works. So everyone's got to understand that, you know. But I don't know. It's it's a it's a tricky world we live in these days. And, and all I can say is, why isn't there a high patrol here to catch that bloke doing a burnout at the front of my house? Um, 
they're more worried about stupid other little things, you know, whether they can catch someone for doing 140 <coughs> on the 110 zone on, on the freeway. <laughs> That's how it is. That's life. That's how well, we Well, there's, there's money in that, mate. Mm. Well, yeah, there would have been money for the fella doing a burnout the other day too if they caught him. But anyway, yeah. Well, move, moving right along, mate, the undeniable result that Generation Z has had a major impact on workplace in 2023. Mm-hmm. Uh, the oldest generation entered the workforce with a bang. Made it very clear that they weren't going to blindly accept this hustle culture we've all been living in, the mindset of hustle promoted by the millennials. Right. Uh, and they don't value the boomers at all. No so, no boomers. Yeah, right. uh, I don't understand this old Generation Z, boomers, bloody millennials. I mean, you know, what is that? Oh, I don't know. I mean, you can look, at, look up a, a thing on it. You know, there's people that have been born between 2000 and 2010. Or, yeah. Uh, I think... I just... Go on. Uh, I'd say we've gone... We've got two two generations now. We've got one that has respect mm-hmm. and we've got the next one that doesn't have any respect. Yeah, I agree. You know. I mean, they talk about they talk about these things that they've made. I don't know, but they made it famous. But quiet quitting. Have you heard of quiet quitting? Quiet quitting. Yeah, quiet quitting. You know what that is? No, enlighten me. Well, quiet quitting is when uh, you uh, just sort of uh, talk about the great burnout, exhausted Aussie workers forced into quiet quitting and resignations. They're leaving their soul-destroying experience at work and they're forced to quiet quit, which means that they, uh, they, they they sort of basically just slow down to the point where they just leave. Yeah, right, eh? Yeah. With how old? They're about 14. <laughs> All right, you know, that, well, that's the, that's the mind age, you know. Mm. Um. They're calling it the you know the great burnout, the future the, the future work sort of thing. If anyone aged between you know twenty five and fifty five, they're burnt out because of the pandemic. And give me a break. I think, I think, you, as a, eh? I think as a society, we are actually becoming um, we're switched on too much. We're soft. We're soft. Yeah, but but no one has any time to reflect anymore. Right. Everything you do, every every nearly waking moment, you've got something in your face, whether it's a TV or a phone, um, way too much information. And the moment you just try to shut down somewhere, the people these days are always getting switched on looking for some kind of um, recognition on social media. So people put up a post and they want people to like it and do stuff like that. So... No one yeah. ever just gets time to chill out and reflect on even their day's work. Like, you come home from work, when does it stop? Um, you know, well, it stops when of, you turn your mind off. That's yeah, when it stops. But, but that's the point now. You can't. A lot of people can't anymore. Yeah, you bloody can. Well, you can, but, but they can't. That's the thing. They've got into a thing where everything sits on their phone. The, the FOMO era has, like... 
FOMO. Fear of missing out. So I know what it. I know what it means. But fear of gone, missing out. It's gone into overdrive because they can't put a device down for twenty minutes because they might miss out on the next best thing. Um, the, the, the news cycles, the cycle of, of, of anything like that these days is so short. You know, yeah. That, yeah, if, if, you, if you haven't been, if you haven't been on social media for, for 12 hours, you've missed everything. And Maybe yeah. No, I haven't. Not, <laughs> yeah, certainly not saying me. I'm talking about how how the population works, you know. It's, it's yeah, well, you know, it's like the thing of Men in Black, you know. A person smart, people are stupid. Um, when we act as society, we, sometimes we just do not know what's best for us. Never, never underestimate the stupid stupidity of large groups of people. Yeah, I think you know. I mean, that it just amazes me. So. You know, we get to the point now where we've got these young kids that are coming around, around and they haven't got, I don't think they've got the, the stickability. They don't just don't want to do things. I mean, there was a funny thing here on news.com earlier on. I think it's disappeared now. But there was a girl that lasted an hour as a waitress. Yeah. I mean, please, an hour? It's pretty I bad. mean, I don't know. Uh, you can't last an hour as a waitress. What hope? For, what, what hope is there for you? I mean, really. Yeah. She couldn't balance. She couldn't cope with the smells and the the loudness and the the people. And I mean, look, being a waiter is not a job I would choose, right? I certainly don't have the mindset to be a waiter. The first time someone says, "Is there a vegan? What options are there for me?" and I'd say, "Taxi or Uber." <laughs> you know. Um, you know. I mean. The reality is that for me, that's not the sort of job I do. I'm happy in the job that I do. I sit alone in a truck these days. Mm. And, you know, my greatest annoyance is the caravan doing 95 in front of me, although that's not even an annoyance for me anymore. But, you know, I, I, I mean, I get through and do the things that I do, and I'm quite happy. I understand what it is with people that are so bloody entitled that they have to have all this affirmation all the time. Mm. You know? But it's a direct uh, result from such a huge presence of social media. Right. Social media could be used as a tool that that can help educate people and and give people some empathy to understand things, but it doesn't. It it makes people selfish and mm. think that the only person on the planet is them. That that's how it works. That we we yeah. see this every day. Like, you know, we talk about how to educate road users to work better together. And until we break this cycle that everybody's become the most important person to themselves and have no respect that, that someone else is out on that road, like you say, how hard is it to just give a little bit of room on a road? It's not hard at all. But, yeah, or lift off and just let yeah, someone go or yeah, whatever. But, yeah. but until everybody can become aware of that and understand it, not only understand it, but act differently. You know, yeah. we're, we're in a spot of bother. Um, you know, I believe that another generation of where we are now and going into politics and people that are going to run our countries, we really need to hope that there's a better generation coming up. And 
And I don't know. Well, I, don't, I don't think there is. Well, um, but where do we where do we start on um, trying to fix it? And, yeah. and one of the things is to understand, as the generation that I am, um, what have I done here that has helped contribute to to where we are now? Have I sat on my phone and ignored my children? You bet I have. Should I have done it? No. Am I am I aware of it now? Yes. So, yeah. you know, no. here we are. That's the situation we're in. Now, if, if anyone's going to sit out there today and say it's not my fault, sorry, guys, you're wrong. It is your fault. Mm. This is where we are now. This is the, the situation that we've all ended up in. So if, if you don't want to fix it and you don't want to take any responsibility, you're still part of the problem. Well, there's other, we've created this. This buddy COVID thing's created a, a, a few challenges for the workforce. I mean, we've got the work from home thing now that's become a bit of a reality. Mm. And because we've had people working from home now for a few years, they don't want to go back to the office because they managed to get everything done. There are now employers that are thinking about reducing people's wages that don't go back to the office. Yeah. Because, you know, um, apparently your work is of less value. There are people now that have decided, you know, I don't need to spend an hour in the car. I don't spend, need to spend 60 bucks a day to park my car in the centre of town. You know, I don't need to be at the office. There's a certain amount of, uh, I suppose, collaboration that will be lost from being in that face-to-face environment. But at the same time, you know, you're not catching the flu from the idiot that comes to work when they're sick. Mm. You know, and and that sort of thing. So, I mean, I don't know, but I mean, it's a bit much. I think it's a bit much for em- employers to be planning on reducing the pay of staff who continue to work at home. If you're doing the same work from home that you used to do in the office, why shouldn't you be paid the same? I don't understand that. And it's not going anywhere. I mean, people are going to continue to want to do it now. The door's been opened. Mm. Well, it's okay uh, to claim the same level of compensation if you've still got the same level of... of um, mm-hmm input so yeah. I think there are employers now that are saying you know they they don't have that anymore they've got people yeah. that have got so used to working at home and and it shows what what level of contribution they had when they were mm. in the office yeah. has diminished that they're at home so there's two different levels here there's people that excel when they work at home mm. they're much more productive they yeah. They probably work hours that are more flexible because, you know, they, they are at home. So they might drop the kids to school or go and do the shopping through the middle of the day or where there's yeah. hours through the day that part of their job doesn't work. So it might work better mm-hmm. later in the afternoon. But they have the flexibility to do that. Um, yeah. That works well. But that's got to be a motivated person. Um, well, I can't dial it in, can you? What's that? At home? Well... No, you, I mean, you go and you, if you're a truck driver, you can't phone it in. No, well, you're sort can of you? stuck there, aren't you? It's screwed. I mean, so, you know, the, 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 there are a number of, of jobs that, you you know, your opportunity to work from home and enjoy those lifestyle benefits. Um, they don't happen for you. Mm. Um, I mean, I don't envy, any, I, I don't envy anyone that um, is, is stuck in a position where they have to, to do a certain amount of things to... Uh, as far as showing up to keep your job and as far as, you know, I don't care if someone doesn't turn up at an office to do their job just as long as they they do their job. If I was an employer and 
you know. I mean, you've only got to look at what we what we do now with the magazine. It's very decentralised. We don't have an office. We talk to each other on the phone. We do what we do. Yeah. We're turning out a quality product. We all work from home on that. That's right, yeah. Yep. I mean, it, it works. It does work. Well, that, that can be done, but there are, you know, also those environments where, you know, some people can, can work like that, others can't. Mm. So mm. Pe- people are structured differently where... You know, if you're the type of person that you only work eight till five mm. and after it's five o'clock you don't do any more, mm. your work from home environment may not, that may not be suitable because mm. from, from five o'clock that's it, you're gone. But but you may have enjoyed the benefit of being at home and being able to do what you want to do all day and not yeah. being wanted so much. So I think it, it's it's a, one of those things where you can't, really say it works for everybody and you know in the world of of being decentralized there's probably a lot of people that could do their jobs while being on holidays all the time i found this story about this this girl that got fired from the waitressing job yeah she's 21 she finally built up the courage to apply for a real job in air quotes you know She'd been ducks at the high school. She'd moved from the hometown to the city. She was averaging A's at university, uh, but she felt anxious and sensitive, uh, you know, and all that sort of thing. She applied for a job as a waitress at a local cafe. Uh, she was determined to prove herself, um, and she uh, didn't last an hour. Yeah. She wasn't, wasn't handling it. Um, she uh, Apparently, she had eczema. Mm. Which is not a good thing to have if you're in like food service, I suppose. No. No. Probably not the best thing to have. She tried to hide her it can't be too bad, or she wouldn't have got the job. Mm. Um, I, she tried to hide her distress, uh, but the constant barrage of noise, odours, and movement in the cafe were disorienting. Yeah. She was too flustered to remember table numbers, let alone the orders being spoken through the warped onslaught of other voices, scraping chairs, and clanging kitchenware. Wow. I mean, dear lord. All that in an hour is a pretty good thing. I'll tell you what, Mike, we might go to a quick song. Well, it's called the tent. And um, just a quick song here. We'll come right back. Right. And, um, yeah, this one's a bit of um, 2468. You probably know this one. Anyway, we'll be right back, everybody.
Well, Mike, welcome back. We're back, but we're going to change the subject. Oh, okay. You go for it. <laughs> I don't know why this is on me, but anyway. Oh, mate, the, pri- <laughs> the privacy risk that Australia, that Aussies need to watch out for, mm-hmm. right? We're not talking about someone looking under the door while you're in the public dunny either. Right. Um, the privacy risk you need to look at was of all these data hacks and everything, right? <laughs> you know that there's been there's been several data breaches, and you've got no choice, right? You've got to supply all this information to these people, uh-huh. and they can't defend against these data breaches. I, but I don't care who you are. Someone designed something to, to to handle data. There's always someone else that's just a little bit smarter that can find their way into it. Mm. Yeah, you know, just stands to reason. I mean, yeah. Anyway. So there's a, there's a story here on on, on um, news.com. It's a Seek-sponsored story. Looking for work, five ways to stay uh, stay safe when job hunting online. Don't give out too much of your data, blah, blah, blah. Uh, look at whether the job comes from a reliable source. Well, okay, that's fine. Why wouldn't you do that? Don't include your personal information on your resume. Okay, fine. Don't. You know, what are you, you're obviously you're going to give them your return email address and your phone number and all that. Mm. Uh, but they're saying take things like your license number, passport number, blood type, sensitive medical details, etc. Criminal history, don't put them on your on your resume. I'm, you know, oh, by the way, I got locked up for theft. Don't put that on your <laughs> I wouldn't put that on my resume anyway. You have you know? blood type on your resume. I don't know why you would. Why would you need your blood type on your resume? If you're feeling worried, listen to your gut. Uh, okay, fine. I mean, we are living in a world now where you say, um, hey, Siri, or hey, Google, or hey, Alexa, or whatever, mm. do this. Alexa, Siri, and Google are listening all the time. All the time, waiting for you to say something. We used to be paranoid back in the day when I was a kid. We were paranoid that the government were listening to us. Now we pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Please listen to us. I mean, I don't, have you ever noticed it's odd that you'll be talking about something all of a sudden you'll start to get ads in your Facebook feed what you were talking about? Well, there is a couple of documentaries about that. Yeah. Um, what is it? Cambridge Analytica. There's a, there's a, a story about that. and It's a know, thing, isn't it? They talk about, you know, how unusual you think it is, but... Yeah, there's you know we've been looking at some projects here um, ourselves with um, with driving simulators and things like that. Yeah. So in amongst that, there's some components of things that I've been looking at in um, like googling, and yep. it's and it hasn't been very oh sorry, it's been very specific on on components. Not it's not general. And yeah. And those um, those come straight up on your Facebook feed, so mm. you know that may not have been listening to me, but it's certainly watching me on what I do. Um, yeah, yeah, it, it is a worry. I don't. I think um, protecting your privacy is something that everyone should actually take very seriously. Um, yeah, we don't have any privacy anymore, mate. Mm. We really don't. It's a problem when it's all gone, isn't it? Um, uh, you know, uh, um, 
you've only got to look at what's happened with op, you know, the Optus Bank, Optus Hacks and all this other stuff. I mean, they get this information. You, you look at, you know, identity theft and, I mean, even these little quizzes never ceases to amaze me. You know, can you answer these 12 questions about rock bands? <laughs> I probably can, but I'm not going to. Uh, you know? So. Um, what was your What was your pet's first name? I mean, you look at the little quizzes that you, you, you'll see coming up on Facebook and then what your security questions might be for your passwords, etc. doesn't That's take right. much to put together that someone's fishing for information. Yeah. But even, um, yeah. you look at people's email addresses and they might, you know, it'll have Jimmy Jones 76. Yeah. It's giving away a few things there straight away. Jimmy um, Jones and your date of birth was 1976 yeah. in some so it doesn't take much to work out that. And you look at his yeah. Facebook profile and find out that it's his actual birthday and it mightn't show up, but then you doesn't take much to create a fake profile and become friends mm. and then it shows their birthday but the, some mm. of the things I was, I was watching the other day on um, on AI and how it can replicate uh, someone's voice from yep. only about seven seconds of listening to them yeah and they you know, like the old text message now, we'll call it old, but it's not that old. You know, hey, mum, I need help, or hey, dad, I need help. Text messages yeah. from a phone number and need some money or whatever. Yeah. So they're yeah. getting that now where they're actually sending voicemails to people. Yeah. With, with that, because they've replicated someone's voice off, you know, something they've posted on Facebook. So, you know, it it's um, something for everyone to be wary of. You know, if you get a message from an anonymous number that you might even think's your children, it may yeah. not be. Um, could, could be a bit of AI there going on and they're just it, trying to get you to give some details away or send some money. It, 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 it's really quite scary when you think about it. I mean, um, I've had a look at some of this AI stuff, like you know, your chat and GPT and, mm. and that sort of thing, um, and had a bit of a play with it. It, it, it is really quite interesting. I mean, if you if you know your subject and you type in some key parameters around what you might want to talk about with respect to the subject, mm. um, you know, these things don't always... Uh, well, I've never seen it yet where it, where it knows the subject well enough to write a credible story. But, you know, there are kids these days that have been caught out now with this at university for you know, writing whole essays on AI... Mm. and they wonder why they're being sprung. Well, the lecturers obviously know the subject, but the kid doesn't. Yeah. Um, but what the AI wrote looked pretty good, so we'll just submit that. Thanks very much. Yeah. You know? Um, and it, it can write it, a good spiel. Well, I can. I've been quite amazed. You know, you, you can you can write something that that, uh, that um, looks pretty good. Our friend Trevor Warner um, put... Uh, Explain. Was talking. I was talking to him about the AI thing, and um, we wrote we wrote some rubbish. We'll just plan and and then and then basically got the AI to write that. And it was quite amazing, actually, um, how the detail of the AI was. One of the things I found interesting. It said it's actually a lot better at summarising for you. Yeah. So so um, if you 
take 1,500 words of text, for example, and want to summarise that down to 500 words, it's actually a lot better at doing that. Yeah. Um, and hitting and hitting the hitting the points. I, I know that um, you know that that some of these things are regarded as being tools. I struggle with it personally because I've always just been someone that wrote my wrote my stories, you know, in my own way. I, I often dictate stories to my voice to text and uh, then go ahead and correct them and you know basically use that voice to text as a framework for what I what I've said because you know you it's easier to talk about something than type about it. Yeah. And then you go through and correct it and and do all that. And that's how I do what I do with my writing. But um, it's easier to see now how sometimes someone could fall into this AI trap. It's going to get better, though. I've got no doubt that it'll get better. And yeah. then I wonder about I wonder about what happens then, you know? Yeah, but what it, what's it learning about us? So that's probably the... Um, well, if, it's, if you've got, you know, sitting there in a room, what, what is it learning about you if typing keystrokes and things like that to learning passwords no. and... You know, it's all a bit. Um, yeah, used to do a bit of work years ago with up in defence parts and that. And the the amount of lead they had in those walls, so that people couldn't um, copy keystrokes from a keyboard. Yeah, it's, uh, quite amazing, really. Isn't it? Mm. Well, we've basically got a, about five minutes to go, mate. I suppose we should cover off and have a bit of a chat about the fact that our show is brought to everyone by Queensland Rail, uh, at least for this last show of the year. Certainly, and uh, now you're trucking hot. Now you're trucking hot, and uh, the level crossing campaign. Now we were supposed to do a couple of interviews with Queensland Rail, and for whatever reason, we we haven't been able to get those done. They will come up in the new year. I've, I've committed to Queensland Rail to do those things, so we'll we'll get on to that. And of course, Queensland Rail will be continuing to to sponsor some of the stuff. We are looking for some sponsors for some of our shows, so if there's anyone out there that's interested or knows someone that may be interested, please tell them to get in touch with us. Yeah. We want to bring a four-wheel drive show. We want to bring a caravan show. We want to do some music shows and things like that. Obviously, we need some sponsors for those things to make them happen or to help them happen. That's and, right. of course, uh, advertising in the magazine is available. Um, Paul Bergini will be... Representing our representing us as far as all that goes from the new year. Um, yeah, we've got a we've got a lot going on. We've got a few things planned, a few surprises for people coming up, haven't we? We do, yeah. So. No, there'll be a, a bit more coming on board next year. Um, mm. <clears throat> a few new shows, and particularly with the radio side, you know, a, a bit of diversity in what we do. Uh, you know, truck and life. What can I say, mate? It's just powering on. Um, it is. It's it's probably something that when we started this off, we didn't we didn't think that was going to be part part of our portfolio, but it's there. And you know, I've, I've got to say, uh, Mike, you've you, as editor, you've done a great job here. There's thanks, mate. With, Thank you. Um, you know, n- another magazine. But it's a team effort, though. It is. It is. Huh. It is. We've all got our special little roles here that we play. Um, but bringing a magazine back that. That is an icon to the industry, and and bringing it back and giving it the respect as well that it deserved. Um, I, I believe we've achieved that. We've we've had nothing but 
positive feedback on it and it does continue to grow every day. So, but we must anyway. think, um, you know, we're coming to a close here on, on, on this year, 2023. Uh, we've had a lot of people support us in what we, what we do. Um, you know, people that have come to us with advice on what we do with absolutely no no call for compensation at all because yeah. they believe in what we do. Um, you know, we've got some great things coming up in 2024, mm. uh, you know, which will be, you know, probably a bit more public knowledge in that March or April, I would imagine, um, yeah. next year. But, yeah, thank, thank you, everybody. Thank you for all our listeners that, that come on, you know, twice a week or, or download the shows. The the amount of people that, that go back and have a listen to the show again um, has been great. It's Yeah, the support is, is overwhelming. So yeah, th- well, we wouldn't be anywhere. Everybody. We wouldn't be anywhere without our sponsors and our, our listeners, and we do appreciate all that. Mate. Uh, I suppose it's time. I just want to say to everyone, uh, New Year's Eve, etc. It's a great time to have a bit of a celebrate and you know have a great time. And I really hope we do. If you drink, don't drive. You know, uh, you know, we you, we can go through all the platitudes about having a plan B and all that sort of thing. But the reality of it is, you know, it's double demerit points in New South Wales at the moment. And really, the easiest thing that will happen to you if you get caught is you'll lose your license but there are much, much, much worse things of that that could happen. So, that, that now be, have a good time. That would be the best thing yeah. that happened to you. That would be the best thing. Yeah. I mean, if, I mean, if you if you have a good time, you know, taxis, Ubers, designated drivers, all that sort of stuff, I don't begrudge anyone having a great time because I know I do every chance I get, but, you know, have a bit of a think about all that and stay safe and we'll be back again in the uh, in the new year and you know, bigger and better than ever. We certainly will. So, yeah. Thank you, everybody. And, uh, Mike, Thanks, if you can't be good. Be spectacular. Right, eh? Thank you, everybody, and we'll be talking to you in the new Hello, year. Now, this is Bye-bye. Michael Lynch. See ya. Millions of Australia.